Five. They're tough right now. So this is episode what? 98. 98. We're two away from 100. Big 100. Mm-hmm. Kai moved from there to here. He's at the table for the first time. No, no, no. I'm back. You're, you've been on. Oh, you've been yeah. on once before. So twice. What episode was it? And this? one without you. Get out of here. Yes. That's fourth right. Time. I forgot I about that one. Time. That's right. That's fourth right. time. Adam was running that one. Yes. And then we have, we have Tyler here today at the table. What's How did Tyler get in here? I hear, I hear the audio. We said, audio. who's the whoa, most whoa, conservative whoa. person in the office? We said, Gerard. No, Tyler. You think Tyler's more conservative yes. than Gerard? Yes, 100%. Oh, you were about it. to yes. find out. Okay, all right. We're going to have a good time. He's like a closet right conservative who's ready to break out right Knock now. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Knock it off. But what's David doing back there, by the way? David is just sitting there, you know, with I, his mustache. Oh, stash I found my McGee. way here. Yeah. There was a door open, a seat open. You just I sat went and down. sat there. Yeah. Let's said, Let just me make hope, myself to the party. Let's just hope when we ask to type A, you actually type A, unlike <laughs> Kai. I think this Kai intentionally wanted to fire himself from there to get hired here. But anyways, <laughs> we're on. Okay, we've got a lot of stories to cover today. Yeah, Kai's ready um, to bring some value. Yeah. Without um, a lo- we don't know who made that shirt, by the way. We have no idea what company it's by. It's a great conversation starter. That's what it is. Yes. I've never exactly heard of branding. I've never heard, like, can you imagine you make BMWs, you don't put the logo on it? You ever heard of that before? One big, guy, guy's one big riddle, mystery, Creative marketer. secret. He doesn't like letting anything out. What's it to you, though? Hey, what's it matter? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. It's like uh, the old guard and the new bucks right so here. Listen, the young we bucks. We started off, and I asked you guys, what things do you have strong opinions on with all these stories? George, can you bring me up a little bit, by the way? Bring me up a little bit. A little bit. Check, check. Okay, that's good. Much better. Kai's first thing he said is uh, Hertz buying 100,000 mm-hmm, Teslas. Yeah. Okay, so Hertz not only files bankruptcy, but they decide to buy 100,000 Teslas in the largest electric vehicle purchase ever, which we'll cover that. Yellen talks about inflation, that it's not going away, and that they want to tap into the unrealized, they want to tax unrealized gains in capital gains, which is something we've never heard of before. She's the first mm-hmm. to talk about it at that level. Jack Dorsey comes out and tweets out that hyperinflation will be coming to coming soon to U.S. and the world, which, by the way, this is not a regular guy saying that. He not mm-hmm. only runs Twitter, and you got uh, uh, Square. Square, which is a $100 billion company saying that. Ricky Gervais uh, said he wants to live to see the younger generation get called out for not being woke enough, which, you know, that guy's in a league of his own. That'll happen. Bill Maher defended Chappelle. we got to talk about Alec Baldwin, what happened there. we got mm-hmm. some stories with what happened at Denver Airport when they held the job for expecting 5,000 people to show up. And, folks, you're going to be surprised how many people showed up at this job fair. That tells you how much uh, people want to get a job. Putin, <laughs> Putin calls out cancel culture uh, uh, in a very interesting way, and uh, we'll talk about that. Trump is hungry to go head-to-head against Biden. Uh, Florida DeSantis, they're trying to cancel the hell out of him. Fauci, this was not a good week for Fauci. No. And Biden claims he visited the border. Then Saki had to clarify that he simply drove through the border once in 2008. 2008. He's been to the border. Okay, there's a border. Let's go to the restaurant. Let's let's address Classic. this number right here. All right. Anyways, what's this? And that's right. We You were the first one to uh, look at this and yeah. let us know. We crossed 100,000 subs. We're at 100,000. We've hey. been asking you guys to support us. We wanted to get to 100,000 before the 100, which next is coming week, up next which week. We hit it. It's, it's a big and, deal. Uh, you know, since we crossed 100,000, I've just been screaming out, let's go Brandon all week. Yeah. I go. mean, it's a pretty. Ex- is. By the way, you, can you, know you imagine? what 100 means, though? What's that? Three times a we, week. We, right, we right, made right. that. So, But do you uh, realize, like, imagine if you're at the hospital, okay? Yeah. 
Husband and wife, they just had a son. The entire time, they know they want to name their kid Brandon. Brandon. As of four weeks ago, they were going to name the kid Brandon. Yeah. And then the Sultan goes to Ryder and says, let's go Brandon. Right now, wife like and Steve. husband are sitting Maybe there saying, Brett isn't so bad. Yeah, babe, we can't name mm-hmm. the kid Brandon, babe. We got to change. We can't name right. him Brandon. We can't name him Karen. We have to come up with a new name. Karen, I think, has, uh, I think Karen's officially done. Yeah, but you don't uh, think I Brandon's think Brandon's done? competing, though. I don't know. Brandon, Not as much. Karen Brandon is was far behind, and he just yeah, he's Brandon has up. his own hip hop song. Just so you know, I don't know. <laughs> number one yeah, in the morning. Yeah. This is it really no, number one in the country on iTunes? Let's get, go, Brandon. Get what? out of here. Be quiet. Beat Adele. Be quiet. I didn't know that. Pull up this list. Wait, are you serious? We need to see this. There's no way in the world. Pull that up real quick. This is insane. I listened to it yesterday. I don't know who sent it to me, by the way. Somebody sent it to me yesterday on Instagram. I listened to it. It's actually pretty hilarious. Uh, uh, Let's go Brandon uh, rap song. Okay, I already got it here. I'm quicker than David. There's no way in the world you're quicker than David, buddy. Well, now the audience can't see Kai. What's it say? Is is it really the number one song? Fox Business reaches top spot on iTunes chart. Get out of here. Beat Bryson Adele. Gray raps, look at Australia. That's what's coming. If we don't stand up, stop complying with them taking our rights. It's time to man up. Go lower. The, the, the rapper's name is, who, who's the rapper, by the way? What's we get? Bryson Lex? Gray? And a, it's a couple other people. I think there's too. a couple people that have done this song because yeah. I saw some. Well, I yeah, mean, the, one, the one you said this morning was uh, Loza Alexander. I've never heard a, a, a song Any with of Karen getting viral, but this Brandon yeah. is, looks like it's here to stay, Adam. I don't, I don't uh, hold you, my beer. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's get into the story. I think we're going to go into the Tesla story first. Go to page five. Hertz is ordering uh, one hundred thousand Tesla in the largest electric vehicle purchase ever. Okay, that's a hundred thousand Tesla. This is right. Didn't they just go bankrupt like a couple years ago? Yeah. Year and a half ago. Yes. They, they, they right did not have a good deal. We talked about it on the exactly. podcast. Sold their whole fleet of cars. The whole fleet no, of cars. No, 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 not the whole fleet. Two hundred thousand out of six hundred fifty thousand cars. Okay, two hundred thousand out of six fifty. They sold. Um, that was Hertz, right when the uh, pandemic hit. This is an insider story. Hertz has placed an order for 100,000 Teslas. The car rental firm announced Monday. The cars will be delivered over the next 14 months with Tesla Model 3 sedans set to be available for rental in the U.S. and Europe. Hertz also said it will invest in char- uh, charging infrastructure to support the fleet. The order is a big boon for Tesla. Although it has drastically accelerated output in recent years, the company still sells a tiny amount of vehicles compared with Giant's like Toyota and GM, in 2020, automakers shipped shy of 500,000 vehicles worldwide. As recently as 2017, Tesla des- delivered around 100,000 vehicles in total. Tom Brady will start in an upcoming commercial touting the new cars, Hertz said. So what are your thoughts? I'm going to start off with you here since this is the story you wanted to talk about. What are your thoughts on this? All right, let's roll. You remember back in when the, when the, when the bankruptcy, when they first filed for the bankruptcy, they, they came out this big story. They were giving their compensation package $16 million to the top 340 executives or so, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, what the hell is going on, right? And we read that it said they were giving it so they would stay on in terms of the, terms of the transition period yep. and stuff like this. I took a dive into this yesterday, and I got to say, I'm impressed. This is a 104-year-old company. They, The stock price was at 15 pre-pandemic. The pandemic hits. There, It sinks to two as a, the, at the, the low. Lowest, it yep. was at $2, right? They sold 200,000 cars in the latter half of 2020. What also happened to used cars at this time? Prices skyrocketed up, right. up to 20% and beyond. So here they're selling a large part of their fleet, liquidating and, and getting cash, restructuring the debt, and then they, uh, they, went, they were delisted, and then they came back, and I think yesterday I saw their stock was at $27. 
from two dollars to twenty seven. Yes. So thirteen and a half x. Yes. You got to give him credit for that. Respect. So smart move. Exactly. You're talking yeah. about pivoting. Talk about take, talk about leaning down the organization and really restructuring and stuff like that. How much of this you back. think? How much of this you think they knew the chip shortage was going to increase the car value? How much of this was luck? Uh, I think I think there's definitely luck, I think but, but a big part there. of it yeah. also is who who anticipated the pandemic. So that's also bad luck the other way. So I think it's just more totally. of a matter of no. I, I don't I don't I don't uh, I'm not disputing that. All I'm asking for is all I'm asking about is the fact that there's nobody a year and a half ago that thought the chip shortage no, was going to help no, no. used cars to go up 25. No, percent That's insane world. to think that about. That never happens. So look, right. this is the great thing about business. Sometimes you get lucky, and some, I think this is a combination of a good decision and some luck uh, together. No, for sure. For so sure. now why are they doing 100,000 Tesla, though? Well, but think about they're building the charging infrastructure, too, and the government is subsidizing EV infrastructure, are they not? Yes. So, so and Hertz this, is and being this, subsidized. And this, this is also in Europe so and in the U.S. Well, and Elon Musk, Elon Musk is incredibly rich now because of this, right? He's worth, what, $288 billion He's now? now he's, he's well past Jeff oh, Bezos yeah. as Wiped of yesterday. Oh, yeah. As of yesterday. Elon Musk, yeah. by far and away the richest man in the world. Yeah. It, it was neck and neck with Bezos. Do you have an opinion about this? Yeah, I think, look, I think you did a nice little case example on Hertz specifically, but I think overall this is a just a microcosm of basically what's going on in the world right now. Everything is changing, and the car market is not immune to it, right? Whether that's people quitting their jobs, everyone's out of the workplace right now, the great reshuffle, right, the great resignation, everything that's happened with that. I mean, Kai, I'm shocked you didn't cover what Norway's going on right now. Every chance you get, you want to bring up Norway. Norway's going all green by how long, right? It's a couple years from now. Okay, everything's going green, everything's changing, um, but there's one constant. There's one constant in the world for the last 20 years, and that's Tom Brady. He's still out here. Doing Tesla commercials, apparently, or commercials no, Hertz, for Hertz. Hertz yeah. Well, Hertz Tesla. I mean, this right. is what it is. So everything is changing other than Tom Brady's greatness. That's the, the message I got here. He's so be prepared. Consistent. He's staying consistent. So the gas, obviously, um, the guy threw is on the way up. four touchdowns in the first half the other day. Yeah. And no, he's 43. Wild. Yep. That's wild. Four, four touchdowns in the first half. Making it seem so easy. Cam Newton's like, sums up with this guy yeah. with the whole uh, uh, Benjamin Button deal. I tweeted yeah. out, I said, Benjamin Button. A.K.A. Tom Brady threw for four yeah. touchdowns. The guy's uh, in a league of his own. Well, he had a bone to pick with the Bears. Is this the whole Aaron Rodgers who called him, I own you, I own you, and he oh, comes no, out no. and he that, says. That was, that was last week says, with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he says, um, he says um, uh, apparently Aaron Rodgers uh, owns a few shares in uh, the Chicago Bears. I don't know mm. if you heard him saying that. Did you hear him saying that? No, no, that's what Brady said? That's what Brady said. Well, I saw that Aaron Rodgers yeah. was owning the Bears, yeah. which he does. Yeah, so what's the bone to pick? No, la- last, I mean, very rarely does Tom Brady make boneheaded plays, but last year he threw some, you know, long pass on fourth down. And he goes, oh, shit, I thought it was third down. Oh, like, I, you're I, freaking I Tom Brady, that, what yeah. are you doing? So before the game or, you know, pre-game, they were like, Tom, you know, you lost to the Bears last year. You guys end up winning the Super Bowl. You're good. You know, bonehead play of the year on your half. He's like, don't worry, I got something for you this, this week. He came out and just crushed him. How do you not love the guys? By yeah. the way, the bat, the uh, uh, Manning brothers, what they're doing, and he oh, says, uh, he says, uh, he says, you know, I love playing against uh, uh, your brother Peyton. And then Eli says, you know, I actually love playing against you. Exactly, <laughs> beat you every time in the Super Bowl. Peyton said, hey Tom, don't you have a curfew? Don't you need to go to sleep? Tom's like, it's actually past my curfew. Yeah. I gotta go to bed. That banter going back and yeah. forth, man. These Manning brothers. Not only do they have talent, but they're also funny. They're funny. Peyton, that- Peyton's funny. 
Eli's got Eli's his own like, style of fun, funny, though. Yeah, yeah. But, but the lead is Peyton. Yes, Peyton's for the sure. Talent, Peyton's for sure. definitely the face of that. Dude, I, I miss the Peyton Manning commercials. Those were great. For mm-hmm. uh, was Progressive, right? He's still doing stuff. He, yeah. he's, Don't count him out, Tyler. He's no, not he's going hustling away. Now, Don't cancel Peyton Manning just now. yet, Tyler. He is not going away. Okay, so how about we talk about the Alec Baldwin controversy with what oh, happened? Oh, man. Uh, uh, yesterday was so interesting seeing you and Mario go at it because for a minute we were thinking about having Mario on the podcast. Yeah. And you pissed him off so much that he said, I don't want to do it. He, well, he, he went to go find a gun. <laughs> You can't say that stuff on podcast. Oh, yes. my bad. <laughs> a water gun. You're going to be canceled. You're going to be green water gun. Emoji. Sport gun. Come on, Adam. We all know all right. that. Okay, okay. This, first of all, this is not a funny story, but I, the joke is towards what you said with Mario. So let's talk about what happened here with Alec Ball. It's all over the news. I, mm. I don't even know which part of the story to read. I guess I'm going to read what happened, then I'm going to go into Alan Dershowitz, uh, how he defended it. So director of photography killed. Movie director injured after Alec Baldwin discharged prop firearm on movie set, CNN Story. A film crew member has died. Another one has been injured uh, as he uh, uh, discharged a prop gun in uh, New Mexico Thursday. Director of photography, uh, Halina Hutchins, 42, was transported to the hospital via helicopter and pronounced dead by medical personnel at University of New Mexico Hospital. Tragic event, uh, director Joel Souza, 48 years old, was transported to uh, uh, Christus St. Vincent Regional Medical Center by ambulance uh, for care. Rust in a is a Western film set in 1880 that stars Baldwin, Travis Fimmel, and Jensen Ackles. Uh, Ackles is what the f- uh, 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 movie is about. Now, I want to tell you about the story with uh, what uh, Alan Dershowitz said. Is the Alec Baldwin shooting a homicide? This is Alan Dershowitz for MSN. The evidence is currently unclear as to how to uh, how a real gun would real projectile was handed to Baldwin allegedly with an assurance that it was a cold gun. Such a verbal assurance does not come close to satisfying what should be the fail-safe standards. Regardless of what the investigation reveals, it seems clear that the preventable negligence contributed to the death based on prior cases. It should have been crystal clear that no gun or projectable capable of being fired should have been on the set or anywhere near Baldwin and any other actors. According to numerous newspapers, Reported film productions still often use real guns loaded with blanks. Accordingly, uh, these involve actual gunpowder and a cartridge that can provide a realistic-looking flame and spark. Burns and other minor injuries are common, but serious injuries are death, and death are unusual. It is likely that, that the killing of Halina Hutchins could constitute a homicide. That is a criminal killing. The remaining questions are who might be criminal responsible for the killing and what degree homicide fits the evidence. So having said that, I'm going to go to you first. What are your thoughts about this? Uh, look, I think... Obviously, the biggest question is, will Alec Baldwin go to jail for this? Will he be charged with, you know, uh, uh, killing somebody? Well, look, I think, um, number one, that's just a, what a sad situation. Are you kidding me? Just that you're on a movie set. You don't think anything other than... You know, imagine just coming to work today and, hey, everyone, get your set ready. Bang! Okay, so I think she was married. She had a young son, um, and uh, Alec Baldwin gave a, a heartfelt response to, to the family. Uh, there was a the director apparently shot as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the same in, bullet. In the shoulder, I, yeah, okay. same bullet. Um, you asked the question, what's going to happen to Alec Baldwin? I don't think anything whatsoever is going to happen to Alec Baldwin as far as um, you know being charged with anything, being sentenced to anything. I think. You know, look, look at the evidence that's happened here. He, had, he was, quote unquote, given a cold gun. I think the biggest question here is what the hell was going on on that set? You know, they said that 
the assistant director had previously fought, was fired because of uh, multiple gun incidents on a set that he was on. Um, why is there a real gun on set? I mean, we, we're making movies here. We're making fake stories, but you have real guns on set. So well, I they, think they use real guns, but blanks. They put blanks. Okay, in the real guns. so why are real bullets? Sometimes on set? they use real guns, though. Yeah. Do they that, really? Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Sometimes they use real guns. And they were also saying that the gun had misfired earlier on three, the set three times. Yeah. It which misfired. Is, which so is look, crazy. Th there's been, and I remember being a kid. This was probably in the early '90s. Uh, I don't know the year, maybe like '95. But I remember an incident like this happened, and I was in complete disbelief. And who was that person? Brandon, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. You know Bruce where it was Lee's that? son. Where you know, was it? It was at YMCA where I was working out at. 1995. Get out of here. That's the YMCA what? I worked out at. In what year? 95? Yeah, that's okay. the YMCA I would go yes. to. Glendale, California, right off of Harvard. Yes. By Rafi's place. It's it's Get it's like a, it's a 30-second walk from Rafi's place. That's Insane. when it was all over the place. Brandon Lee that's when he got insane. shot and killed. You literally weren't even born then. No. Okay. I think you were just born. Yeah, 95, um, just born. And uh, but I remember that happened. Yeah. I'm thinking, this, is this a fake story? Yeah. This is this is pre, you know, fake news and you that know, had TMZ. conspiracy theories behind it. That but story had Bruce a bunch Lee's of other son yeah. was filming. I think the movie was called The Crow, and an accidental yep. fire farm went off, and Brandon Lee was killed. Like holy shit, Bruce Lee's son. So there is a case example of this. I'd like to see what happened in that incident. I have the answer. It okay. was ruled an accidental death by prop gun on movie set. Okay, and then was no, anybody no, charged? No charges were filed. No, no. charges were so filed. I, I think that's going to be the same way. Yeah, it's look, I don't think, out. look, do you think, look, I know that this is not to be funny or humorous, but what is, where is uh, Alec Baldwin made himself famous, re-famous again over the last few years playing Trump? And one of Trump's famous line is, I could go shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. I won't lose any uh, supporters. supporters. So, look, the analogy there is I think he feels horrible. Like, Alex, whether he's charged with something or not, which I don't think he will be, Alex Baldwin has killed someone, murdered right, someone. Right. And he's got to be feeling Alec, the grief. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. And um, just a tragic situation, but I don't think he's going to be charged. Your thoughts? Well, everybody keeps bringing up the old tweet of his from 2017. Quote, I wonder how it must feel to wrongfully kill someone. And uh, now he knows. Um, you know, it's sad, man. It's really sad. But at the same time, it's not so ba Baldwin was just an actor, right? But he's also a producer for the film. So he bears some responsibility in that. The, the, uh, the armorer for the film was not qualified. She was like 24 years old. Uh, and she said something like, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I've not done right, this before. I'm right. not an You're expert in this. talking about the young girl. Yeah. That, right? yeah. She had previously given a, a gun to a child on set. She didn't know how to load the blanks. Yeah. I mean, she there was said this by, on the, the by the way, you know, I'm not, you know who this is a nice opportunity for? Our good friend, Jared Hutchins. She should get in there and start doing stuff with Hollywood. That's a good point. Well, yeah. And Alec Baldwin could have gone to Terran Tactical in uh, Arizona or California. It's where the, all the stars train. What is it? John Berthall from uh, The Walking Dead, yeah. The Punisher. He's all out there all the time. He could have trained with the weapons for a week you do a week's worth of gun safety and you're you, this probably doesn't happen or not to mention you mentioned the will smith the uh, clip yesterday about right? the fact that one guy points the gun and he says hey gun safety Cox is it. yeah what, Cox it. It. what's the first thing you do with a gun when you're handed it you watch somebody pull the mag out uh, uh run the chamber three or four times make sure it's empty you watch them do that and then you're given the gun and you do the same thing you pull the clip out you, you run the chamber three, four times, make sure it's unloaded. I mean, this is—it seems like it's common sense, but obviously it's well, not. Well, hold on, Tyler, you're, you're a Texas guy. You, I assume you've dealt with guns before, just the way you're I'm, talking. I mean, uh, just like once or twice, like not. That's it. Yeah, I mean, not as much as probably I would like to. You know, I'd like to go shoot more, but I, I really haven't. And it's everybody I know. Every time I've seen a gun held, you give it to somebody, you watch them pull the clip out, run the chamber three, four times, and you do the exact same thing. 
And there's two rules. You don't point a gun at anything you're not ready to kill, mm-hmm. and you don't put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to shoot. Now, they're saying he was doing, you know, the pull-out, the, the crossfire, I think is what it was called. You know, so Baldwin was? Baldwin was, yeah. This is an old Western movie. Okay, you got your gun license from Jarrah. Yeah. Okay. And no, I, I think I also think it's one of those trust but verify. I mean, if I'm pointing something at someone, I'd want to make sure myself. It's a matter, especially when there's a lot of people. There's been misfires on the set earlier. People are complaining about poor conditions, whatever. Yeah, a whole of the crew set. walked off. Dude. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. the part. That's the part that but, people don't know. The the film crew complained of unsafe working working conditions. Prop mm-hmm. gun misfired multiple times before the fi- this is Daily Wire 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 story. A group of camera crew workers walked off the set of Russ to protest working conditions hours before. That, that, wow. This is literally yeah. hours before Alec Baldwin, who was starring in and producing the Western, fatally shot one crew member. Six members of camera crew walked off the set Thursday morning after days of complaining about long hours and low pay. Members of crew were uh, driving to the set at Bonanza Creek Ranch near Santa Fe, New Mexico every morning from Albuquerque, a roughly 50-mile trip despite being promised hotel rooms in Santa Fe. Corners were being cut. And they brought in uh, non-union people so they could continue shooting. One person with knowledge of the situation said they also added that the prop gun that Baldwin killed Hutchins with had uh, already misfired several times during shooting. So this isn't like this is the part where yeah. it gets a little bit tricky. Yeah, because it's yeah. not it's not just a one-time accident. Like if it's yeah. misfired multiple times, you kind of know okay, this this gun isn't as reliable. Let's, this is the definition let's of double, triple, quadruple verify here. In Definition of when there's smoke, there's fire. Clearly, there was incidents I'll give going you an off idea. here. I'll give you an idea. We did Mafia States of America, yes. right? And we were on the set and we're shooting. We're going through everything Correct. that we're doing. You know, we hired a nurse. You know, we spent $4,000 on the nurse that was there. Yeah. How many times did we use her? Zero. Not one time. We had a nurse at the location because it was an undisclosed yeah. location to make sure people were safe. She sat there and, and she said, you know, I have nothing to do. I said, ma'am, you know, I appreciate you just being here because if something happens, we just we, want to be yeah, make sure we're exactly, ready because exactly. it could get ugly. The situation that we have with Michael Francis and Sammy, yep. we're just trying to be prote- And, and mm-hmm. this is not a big budget. We're no. not. This is not a $10 million it's not, budget. It's not a Hollywood movie. It's a half a million dollar budget exactly. we're talking about. So the, the point with something like this, the point with something like this is, you know, it, 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 here's if I have a conversation with my son, Tico, okay, mm-hmm. and he makes a mistake that a five-year-old makes, yep. and he's done it seven times, and he does it again. I say, you know better. Yeah. You, you can't use that excuse. You could no, use it at sure. five. You yeah. can't use it at nine, right? I had a conversation with one of our guys yesterday, and one of my favorite guys, favorite guys that I do business with, I said, listen, there's one thing you're not. You're not stupid. You're mm-hmm. one of the smartest guys I know, okay? Yeah. So when you have a reputation of being very smart, guess what you can't ever play? Mistakes. No, you play can't dumb. play, can't play dumb. dumb. You can't. Like, you can't no. play dumb. You, yeah. you try to play I'll dumb. i do it sometimes. No, you, you like that out, but you can't yeah. play dumb, okay? So what's, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is yeah. this. We're not talking about a first-time actor. No. We're not talking about a D, a C, or a B, or that guy. You're talking about Alec Baldwin. Exactly. And you're talking about a guy that you said the whole Trump thing that was going on four years, he mocked everything that, you know, if there's, if this was the other way around, so let's flip this and let's just mm-hmm. say, because this is the best way to always find out how these things work. If this happened to Clint Eastwood, what happens? People I mean, are going to say, I think there be issues. Yeah, you've been around for a while. You're freaking dirty Harry. I mean. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah. I'm not putting it with that part. Let me give you another one. This happens to Mel Gibson. What do people say if Mel Gibson did this? If this happened to Mel Gibson, what happens to Mel Gibson? He'd be trash. Yeah, what would happen to Mel Gibson today? There'd well, be no more Mel Gibson. You're, are you saying because, like, listen, this isn't your rookie year. You've been around the block for no, forty no, years. No, no, no. This is this is this is the part with politics that's 
stay consistent. Yeah. If somebody, I had the guy from Babylon be here yesterday, Seth Dillon, who's an absolute stud of a guy, and he's a Christian guy, right? And one of the main, their biggest story they ever did is a story where one of their biggest story they did is uh, they said uh, Donald Trump. This is a satire website, like the Onion, except for yeah. the conservative side, not the left. The Onion is on the left side. So they got, you know, they got. 35 million visitors on a monthly basis. They got 34,000 monthly. They got subscribers that people pay. One of their stories they do. This is a Christian-based, you know, uh, satire website. The article said, Donald Trump says, uh, you know, I have done more for Christianity than Jesus himself. Okay, this is the story. And it goes viral. It gets shared three and a half million times. Not liked. Not shared three and a half million times. He texted me this morning. Okay, He texted me this morning to... Share with me the article. David, I'm going to try to text this to you uh, for you to share this. This this story just came about. He says, Pat, this is not a joke. Donald Trump just said the following thing, okay? This was said two days ago, three days ago. Donald Trump said this month, nobody has done more for Christianity <laughs> or evangelicals or for religion itself than I. <laughs> so this That's a true story? This is a true quote from Trump, what he said, right? Okay. Well, he has. So, but 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 the point is, the point is, I want to share this with you, uh, D- David. Do, do I have your number or no, David? Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 I, I just send it to you. Just put it up so people can see it. Yeah. So here's the question: Where I'm going with the story? Okay. Mm-hmm. Stay consistent. Yeah. If this was Mel Gibson, would you have played the same position you played MSNBC, CNN, and all the late night shows that are defending Alec? Because to me. If, if it was a Mel, if it was a Clint, if it was even throw Vince Vaughn or Libertarian in there, how would you have handled this? Would you have come after him? I don't know. I'm not telling you yes or no. All I'm saying is I don't know. Do you see them? them they're playing politics with this? They're, they're doing whatever they can to put the blame on the, the producer and the set, not on Alec. No. What they don't realize is the fact that he is one of the producers. Mm. So this is a responsibility on... You being the producer, so it's a, it's not a, it's not a, a simple situation. I just came here, I acted, and we left. What happened before? The complaints, unsafe environment, all of these things. If the attorney on the other side is arguing, they're going to use this, okay? And and then forget about the guys on the other side that are going to mock him for what he said in 2017. Yeah, use his words against so, him. So I'm sorry, you. Yeah. This is karma catching up as well a little bit. If you play that card. You have to be ready that this is going to catch up. What's mm-hmm. the biggest thing I say about Trump? He keeps creating unnecessary enemies. I'm sorry. You did this to yourself, yeah. Alec, and now you're going to get some of it because you kept joking about this. Now you did this. You're going to be held accountable for it. Now, the question, do I really think he's hurt? Do I think this really messed with him for him killing a crew member? What do you think? Absolutely. Emotionally, Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. There is no question about it. I fully believe the guy is devastated with the fact that this yeah. took place. And I don't even think it's devastated from the standpoint, oh, babe, am I going to go to jail? Yeah, like you're no. talking to your girl. I really think he's hurt. I yeah. really think he's mourning. I really think he's struggling with yeah. it. But at the same time, we have law and order. Mm-hmm. We have justice, Okay. In the, uh, the point you made yesterday that uh, I don't know if, you, you know, when you talk about a guy like this, an A-lister, nothing's going to happen to the guy with an A-lister. I actually agree with you. Yeah, okay, We're on the same page yeah. there. I think, uh, you know, this has happened three times. There was another guy in the 80s that this happened to, a 24-year-old stud actor that was coming up, and they shot him as well. I don't know the mm. name. He wasn't a big name, but it was before our era in the 80s when this happened. We'll see what's going to happen here. But if a Dershowitz is mm-hmm. saying, you're going to be held accountable for this, Dershowitz. Well, he's saying someone's going to be held accountable. Yeah. But he's a producer, right. yeah, obviously. Though, yeah. well, he's a producer. No, 100%. So, so if you were being too cheap to bring somebody, like they were interviewing a guy that's a former 
uh, uh, FBI guy, and what he does today, he gets hired to sit on sets and making sure everything is safe. You're yeah. supposed to do that no, on productions, 100%. okay? So he said, every time before a gun goes, somebody looks and says, okay, boom, 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 here you go. Good. That's their job. Quality control. If you don't have that guy, then, you're then liable. the liability is on mm -hmm. you for, for sure. not wanting to have that guy. So who is the person? Who's the executive producer? They're going to go to that. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's not going to be a pretty sight. But uh, And I also think that when, when you have movie sets where you're cutting a little bit on costs here or there, like you kind of get away with it at the time. But when, when shit like this happens or accidents happen, yeah. everything is going to be scrutinized. And then it's just going to be blown up to Here's what sucks a bigger about one. This. Here's what sucks about this. Here's what sucks about this for the creative that I just thought about. So imagine the creative that can't afford to pay Alec the money that they want to pay him. Yeah. And let's just say they're trying to get a guy just to just come and do a cameo or just come and do something basic. Here's a role I want you to play. Dude, the standards for what's going to happen with movies going forward is going to go to a whole different level. Here's the other thing that's probably going to happen as well. Incidents like this with the current climate that we have, SAG is going to overregulate yeah. like never before. The mm -hmm. cost of what it's going to be required to have on every single set just went to the roof well, for this. So the small business right. owner creative is sitting there saying, freaking A, expenses probably just went up 10 20%, and we can't even afford it, but we got to do it now. No, it's you sad. can't play a game at that point. No, you can't. It doesn't have to be a cost thing. It's a competence thing. If You just you, you don't have to hire somebody that's expensive to have somebody that's competent. You just have to, to, to vet them and do your research and put the proper systems in place. You don't have to spend a ton of money to do this. You're right. And but as this gets scrutinized, you realize that there were multiple failures at every angle. The 911 call, the woman that called in said somebody's been shot, turned and was talking to a colleague yeah. while she was on the phone and said that the assistant director had just yelled at her at lunch. Like she this, was cursing, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah. This, whole, this whole movie was just a cluster. And as it gets scrutinized, you realize that it wasn't just the, uh, the, the armor. It was failures at multiple points. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, it could have been prevented, which is well, really what's sad. Oscar just said something. He gave five bucks. Thank you, Oscar. He said, if you, uh, if you handle a real firearm, you are 100% responsible to ensure that there is no round in the chamber capable of firing a projectile. Uh, involuntary or not, that's involuntary manslaughter is what Oscar calls it. That's 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 the firearm yeah. world fully complies by that. That's right. the rule. Treat the, every gun as it's loaded. Yeah. Treat every gun as it's loaded. But I mean, to circle back to your point, there was a case example of this exact situation, and there was nothing. There was no legal charges that no, no. one was held accountable for that. No, not at that point. Look, like you brought up a very good point with the SAG stuff. Very good point. And it says here in the Daily Wire, um, corners were being cut, and they brought in non-union people. So they can continue shooting. So I think you're 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 spot on that they're gonna. Yeah, but this is gonna hurt the creative. I, I'm not supportive especially, especially of that. Especially small I indie films. I don't like that. But I, unfortunately, it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is. Like you know, when I was a Hummer mechanic, and you would work on the truck, and that's what I did. And and you know, the 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 my boss, Sergeant Braxton, he was the motor pool sergeant. Uh, Braxton, if you're out there, anybody knows him, I'd love to talk to you, man. It's been 25 years. I would love to have He's a conversation with him. never reached back out I've to never talked to him. No, no, I don't know how to find his him. Name. Let's have the value Sergeant team in audience. Braxton, if you know find who he him. was an E6 at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. We had a great time together. We Funny don't know guy. where you are, but we I do would, want to find you. I would talk so much shit to him as an E4, and he would talk shit back. The coolest cat on campus was him. We had a good community. Anyways, so I would go there, and I'm like, dude, why are there so many warning signs? Warning, warning, warning. It says because some idiot put his finger down and has cut his finger off. Because some, so it was like 75 warning signs. So the military is finally like to protect ourselves. They just warning themselves out by putting it all yeah. over the place, right? To say, okay, we just don't want to deal with this. I think something like this, what, what, 
What what sometimes like you know we would do a video we would edit and somebody doesn't do a QC obviously it's never happened here before <laughs> it's never happened here before where the QC flawless doesn't get team, the, flawless, flawless team flawless team always ever and it's just a very peaceful environment but I would always come back and I would say who did the checklist yeah what do what are you laughing at? look at David's laugh right <laughs> why are you laughing uh, David huh yeah okay got it so hey, I gotta go QC we, something we, real we quick. would do the we would do the test to see did you check this did you check this yeah. did you check this did you check this I don't know. I think this is a, not a rookie uh, uh, group that there uh, looks like it's not a rookie group that could have checked it. Anyways, I we, think before we move on, I think bottom line is this family is going to walk away with a civil lawsuit and they're going to get millions of dollars. Right. Listen, man, the family, you, 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 rightfully they, so. At this point of the game, bro, they're just sitting there like they're missing a person to die this mm-hmm. way. I mean, come on, you know. There's ways to go. This is not a way you want to lose somebody you love. And it's so unexpected. Yeah. You know, it's not like the husband was married to a police officer. She was a, a director, a cinematographer on a movie yeah. set. It's like, goodness gracious. Yeah. Listen, condolences goes out to that entire family. Big Nothing time, anybody sure. says is going to replace the pain, but uh, our prayers are with you. So let's continue to the next story. I'm going to go to the Jack Dorsey story here. Twitter and Square CEO Jack Dorsey says hyperinflation will happen soon in the U.S. and the world. Now, hyperinflation, for people that don't know, Kai... It's two two months in or fifty percent. Yeah, it's fifty percent increase month over month. Yeah, yep. but but that's what the scholars have put it. Yes. That doesn't right. necessarily have to be the case. No, hyperinflation could be ten percent, fifteen percent. But the scholars said categorically it's fifty percent. So they right. just kind of came up with this number, and we follow that guideline. But here's what happened. This is a CNBC story. Uh, Twitter uh, co-founder Jack Dorsey weighed in on escalating inflation in the U.S., saying things are going to get considerably worse. Hyperinflation is going to change everything. Dorsey tweeted, it's happening. He added that he sees the inflation problem escalating around the globe. It will happen in the U.S. soon, and so the world. The tweet comes uh, with consumer price inflation running near a 30-year high in the U.S. and growing concern that the problem word could be worse than policymakers have anticipated. It's one thing to call for faster inflation, but it may be surprising to some that Dorsey used the word hyperinflation, a condition of rapidly rising prices that can ruin currencies and bring down whole economies. So I'm going to go to you first with this one before yeah. I go to Tyler and Kai. Well, I think for sure, no matter what Jack Dorsey says on Twitter, I don't think he's going to get removed or canceled from Twitter. I That's think, a good point. I think no matter what he says, Your he's going to— level gonna, of research yeah, is he's ridiculous. Safe. He's going to be okay. How, um, Adam, real quick, yes. how'd you get to that conclusion? Yeah, I think you know he, he knows a, uh, people or two on Twitter. But I know you brushed over the numbers, but I actually thought you'd be a little bit more. Um, I'm reading the f- story first, and then we can. No, go meaning on. like you're a numbers guy. Yeah. And inflation typically runs at what two to three percent year two, over year. Two percent right? is a good level of okay, inflation. Okay, right. So Social Security was just adjusted for our senior uh, seniors. We have a large senior community. That, well, you know, this is our, our podcast. Um, it was just adjusted. Where Believe it or not, you're not joking. Yeah. We have actually a big senior community. As crazy as it sounds. Yeah. I got um, stopped by a 78-year-old at the beach saying, hey, you know, I listen to every single podcast you guys do. And, and not only that, she's a 78-year-old Jewish grandma. That's yeah. awesome. She says, it, you're the only podcast I listen to. It happens to be my grandma. But hey. <laughs> it ain't your grandma. <laughs> Whatever, bro. <laughs> um, but the, the reality is they just got a, uh, I, I don't even call it a pay raise, a retirement raise of 5.9%. Right? There's no secret that inflation's definitely gone up. They're saying that it's somewhere around 5 6%. They're saying that it's transitory. Maybe it's not transitory. But I think when you use the word hyperinflation, yeah. so if you're, us- if you're typically running at 2 to 3%, and there was just an co- uh, adjustment sure. in cost of living at 5 6%, and now you're talking 
the definition of inflation is 50% a month or 1,000% a year. Yeah, hyperinflation. We're not uh, – hyperinflation. It's not even close. So is it hyperbolic? Yes. Is it accurate? Maybe not. I mean, and then who's been speaking against Jack Dorsey? Um, economist David Rosenberg. Uh, Kathy Wood from ARC came out and she said, look, you don't know what you're talking about, bro. Well, she, Jim she, Cramer even said something as well. She can uh, – so that's a religion, right, whether you're going to agree with her because – she talked about the fact that in 2008 she believed hyperinflation was coming because the whole uh, Alan Greenspan, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, quantitative easing that she did. She said, "I ended up being wrong." Yeah, she that, walked that yeah, back. Yeah. So um, she's the opposite end of Michael Burry. Just remember that. So she's it, the opposite of Burry. She's whatever Burry believes. She's the complete opposite. Why is Bur- that? Burry shorts Tesla. Yeah. She longs Tesla. Right. So okay. you just gotta know. No very big on things. And somehow they're both yeah. very successful investors. They're both very successful, but they're very opposite yeah. religions. That's well, very, I want you to know. She's doing yeah. okay with Tesla right I'm now. Not, I'm not okay. saying. Any, I'm just saying those are yeah. two opposites. So if you're so, a Burry camp, she's the opposite. Yeah. The, the, the point that I'm uh, ultimately getting at is: is inflation here? Yes. Is inflation real? Yes. Is hyperinflation here yet? There's no indication that that's here yet. This is all speculation. This is him being hyperbolic. Yeah. And he's not going to get canceled for saying stuff like this. When was the last time you know, that, that in United States we had hyperinflation? Hyperinflation. From what I understand, it hasn't happened since the freaking Civil War. Right. There's only been 62, hyperinflation. 62 certified yeah. cases in world history. So it's very rare. Okay. Right? I mean, look at what's going on in Venezuela right now. You think right. that's, that's hyperinflation. hyperinflation. Right. You think that's happening here? Wait, I don't think wait, so. Wait, but, 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 but here's a question. Yes, Are sir. you saying it's not possible? Anything's possible. Okay. So Anything's but, possible. But, but what you're saying is that it's not going to happen this time around. I just... I just so, so why don't you unpack why you don't think it can happen this time around? You seem very certain I, not, about it. I'm I not, like it. I like your certainty because I, I don't want hyperinflation. I, so I, I want to lean on I, your confidence. I, I, Educate I the rest of us why you I don't, don't think it can happen. I don't want it either, time. to be clear. But when you have economists weighing in, got it, and they're basically saying, "Hey, Jack Dorsey, yeah. stick to your long beards yeah. and, and tweeting. Go we'll, back we'll, to smoking a pipe yeah, and all that go, stuff." I saw we'll, that. We'll stuff. take yeah. it from here. Yeah. So but, as but much as he does have a credible opinion, but I want you to go deeper, homeboy. I want you to go deeper. I want you to go deeper and actually think about it. Let's actually go there. Let's actually talk about it. Okay. So why don't we think it's because half the battle with every this is what I tweet. Can you put that tweet? I just text you right now with uh, Dorsey. I said uh, this is Dorsey's tweet. Hyperinflation is going to change everything. It's happening. I said you have two groups here. Number one, many entrepreneurs and operators who say hyperinflation is coming. Number two. Many scholars and professors who say it's not. One is in the game. The other studies the game. Who's right? We're going to find out, okay? Because yeah. you got two guys. One is the professors. It'll never happen. The economists, it'll never happen. Dorsey's in it, runs square, gets every data, probably yeah, has more access to data than anybody else in the world mm-hmm. to find out the transactions and the 10 different things that they offer there with their you know, credit services, with their you know, payments. You, they can find out what, who's buying what at what point. They can see everything. No one has more. There's probably only... A hand from, there's probably only 20 people that have access to that kind of data as he does. Okay, yeah. it's Stripes, probably going to be Jamie Dimon. It's probably going to be Stripe. It's going to be some of those guys. Some of the so banks, it's not yeah. a guy that's saying no. something like this that woke up one day, smoked some hash, and is like, "Hey, hyperinflation and, is and coming." And he doesn't also seem like somebody who has wild predictions and just throws things out there, kind of about stuff like that. Normally, anyway. So. But don't forget, this is the same guy that also permanently banned Trump. So no, th- you have to know that no, this, obviously. you can't say this guy. Yeah. So so you have to know where his processing comes from. But hyperinflation, I want us well, to go deeper. Look, why don't we think it'll happen this time? I don't, I'm not saying that I don't think it will okay. happen. I'm just giving some numbers out there. Got what it. actual inflation yeah. is, where the adjusted cost yeah. of living is for seniors right now, and the 
benchmarks that you have to reach to reach hyperinflation. Again, hyperinflation is here, no doubt. We've printed 40% of the world's, uh, of United States money in the last yeah. 18 months. We've printed, what, $5 trillion? That's no freaking joke. I'm not downplaying that whatsoever. Right. But, but have we hit 50% a month? Have we hit 1,000% a year? We haven't hit that yet. What if we've hit a tipping point where that's where we're headed? That's the question. That's well, what I'm on, concerned hang about. Hang on. Hyperinflation by whose standards? Does, he, does Jack Dorsey mean hyperinflation at 50% month over month, 1,000% a year? Or does he just is he being a little bit hyperbolic, but 10% inflation? It's not hyperinflation, but you definitely feel it. It hurts. It's going to hurt the well, economy. I, I, it's going to blow. So hyperinflation by whose standards? Okay. Yeah, so then use 50- the word high inflation. But to use hyperinflation, like we're using definitions right here, right? Right. Hey, defini- uh, hi- inflation's here, bro. Brace yourself. Okay, cool. I got it. Yo, by the way. But to you, say hyperinflation. You make a good point because the Morgan Stanley CIO came out yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Morgan Stanley CIO came out and they asked him saying, hey, what do you think about the fact that Dorsey said, you know, hyperinflation or stagflation. He says that those are, you can't use those words. He says, we're not going to use those words. What we do believe is inflation is here and it ain't going away yeah. anytime soon. So mm-hmm. he didn't say what Yellen said three months ago, which is it's just like temporary. It's going to go away. Or what Biden said at the CNN town hall when he said, you know, probably in the first or second quarter of 2022, it's going to go away. You know, yeah. gas prices are going to go back down to what it is. And then the guy asked and says, so some of the issues and he went into border, which we'll get into that later on. But Morgan Stanley CIO agrees with you. They don't think hyperinflation is coming. All I'm asking for is indicators to make us believe that that's not going to happen. Because what is the cause of inflation? What causes inflation? Printing of money. Okay, yeah. what else? Money supply. Too much what money? else is it? Right. Too much it's money. It's a supply and demand thing, it's right? It's a supply and demand thing. What else is it? Um, workforce. Workforce. What else is it? Well, I would say the fact Cost that of goods, obviously. S&P Access and Dow hit goods? all-time highs is a big... Uh, say that again. S&P and Dow hit all-time highs yesterday. It's like, why Why did they do that? What there's else? No, there's no... Access to goods. Access to goods. Access to goods. A bunch of stuff that are finance, fake success. Yeah, credit, um, credits, debt. All of that stuff, right, that's that's causing hyperinflation. Now, I'm going to read Janet Yellen because before we continue with this. Here's what Janet Yellen had to say about inflation uh, just yesterday or two days ago. Yellen says Americans have experienced current inflation rate in a long time. Haven't experienced current inflation rates in a long time. A CNBC story. Many firms are experiencing a shortage of uh, labor, Yellen says during an interview with CNN Sunday. The COVID shock to the economy has caused disruptions that we'll be working through over the next year. And, of course, Americans haven't seen inflation like we've experienced in a long time. Host Jake Tapper uh, noted how inflation is growing at its fastest pace in 30 years and asked whether spending more money on Biden's Build Back Better agenda will be pouring gas on inflation fire, prompting Yellen to say the spending on the bipartisan infrastructure package and a massive social spending package would be spread out over the next decade. Tapper later asked Yellen when she expects the inflation rate to return to 2% levels, which the Federal Reserve classifies as acceptable. She replied, I expect improvement by the middle of next year, second half of uh, uh, next year is what she's saying. Okay, that's her words. Let me see if there's anything else. That's it. Okay, I have have two questions. Go for it. Question number one, do you believe her? Do I believe her? What she's saying? Absolutely not. And question number two, do you believe that she believes what she's saying? Uh, uh, I actually think she does. Okay. I actually think she does because 
uh, I, and this is a smart woman. This is not a person that hasn't been around. She's no, a smart. She's, she's been done. Yeah, fair share. Of I actually think she does, and I actually think a part of it is what you're supposed to do to make mm-hmm. the world not panic yeah. and overreact. Because the last thing they want is for people to stop buying, for people to people yeah, to stop to, spending, to, for hoarding, going back into that mode. No, that is not a thing she wants for the economy because that's not her job. Now, I called Goldman Sachs yesterday, mm-hmm. just to kind of find out what their thoughts on what's going on. I said, so what do you think is going to happen with rates? He says, well, Powell's already said they're going up. I said, okay, uh, uh, what do you think is going to happen with inflation? He says, it's here. It's not going away. And to control inflation, the way you do it is by increasing the rates, right? So, yeah, so it slows say, things down. Say, say hyperinflation goes. Okay, you go study Jimmy Carter. Today I did a video talking about is, uh, Jimmy uh, Carter, uh, is, Jimmy, is Joe Biden the Jimmy next Carter Jimmy Carter 2.0, 2.0 or much worse, right? Yeah. And we compared I, how many markers, 10 markers? Yeah, something like that. On, on how inflation was, how misery index was. And we compared from the beginning of his administration to the time he ended, and we compared Biden from the day he got started to where it is today. So it's a very interesting thing. Inflation during uh, 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 Jimmy Carter, do you know how I got? Nearly 14%. Yeah. Okay? During Jimmy Carter. Well, interest rates were double digits at CDs, that point, right? You could get Insane. a 16% CD. Talk about save that money. Yeah, 16% CD. But it means nothing if you're... Making 16% CD and inflation is 14%. You're only and if your mortgage it. is 12%. Yeah, that means nothing. So, it's all out so of whack. So here's why hyperinflation may not show up. Mm-hmm. This is when, I, when they say hyperinflation may not show up. Here's, here's how hyperinflation may not show up. Hyperinflation may not show up, but 10 15% interest rates may. Hmm. Before hyperinflation shows up, they will control it by making interest rates 10 to 15%. Slamming the brakes. Slamming the brakes at the highest level. Listen, pump the brakes. Don't go finance anymore. If you can't afford a million-dollar home and you can't put 20% down, guess what? This ain't for you, okay? No more 5%, no more 10%, none of this stuff. Just go back and buy a $500,000 house and come back three years later. No more easy money. No no more more free money. The whole fake money, the easy money stuff. Because money is so freaking cheap right now. It's ridiculous how cheap money is There is a part of you. Correct me if I'm wrong, because with all the printing and the fake success, because you get worked up about this, there is a part of you that definitely wants to see some things crumble, some things crash. I, why would I want it, though? Tell me why I would want it. Because you, you've it, actually made your success the right way. Yeah. So when you see fake success, you're like, this. But, but let me ask you a question. Let yeah. me ask you a question. So why would I want it? Uh, unpack why I would want it. Why would you want Why would I want that to happen? Just so reality comes back to normal, okay. I think. I mean, you, you see a story out there that you put $100 into Shibu Inu, uh, some crypto coin, yeah. and now you're worth a million bucks. Yeah. Some ridiculous. Okay. It's just so far-fetched. Sure. It's fake success. The it's o- fake money. If only, you made it re- the real way, why the, would you want fake? The only, the only time where you would want something like this to happen is sometimes we have to be reminded by reality hitting us. Yeah. And it hasn't hit America yet. I also think it's Pe- a restructuring. Yep. Of the people who can and know how to do it versus the people. That's one area. But yeah. to me, to me, sometimes, look, we can sit here and philosophically talk about 93 keys to success and how to do this with money and how to do that with money. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's simplicity, man. It forces you to go back to simple concepts. This is not about quantitative easing or QE, you know, Q of E's or Don't spend more P&E than you have. Or, right. It just yeah. goes back to basics. So America needs to be humbled a little bit by the economy. And the yeah. way we're going right now, people are thinking this is going to last forever. We had a guy who we were working at Bally's. We both leave Bally's. I go to the insurance industry. Within three years in the insurance industry, I'm barely making six figures a year. Within three years in the mortgage industry, he's making 500 k per month. Wow. We go to per the bank. Per month. Per month. I can, 
I go to the bank, and I'm fighting B of A on a fee. He's too, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Tellers down. Tellers yeah. down. He's saying, I'd like to deposit $1.3 million. And, and I look at him, I'm like, he looks at me and says, hey, Pat. <laughs> he just deposited $1.3 million. Just give me the point this is three what, zero, what, you know, 30K. What year is this? This is uh, 2004, 2000, the 2000, okay. uh, 2005. First and he's in the mortgage industry? He's in the mortgage industry. Uh, he's making 500K yeah. a month. You know what, happened? You know what happened to that guy? You know, he had four Rolls Royces parked outside. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, I need four different color, four Rolls Royces. Yep. Living in all the, <laughs> everything was finance. Guess what happened? He lost it all. Tax, every single thing yeah. wiped out because that was fake success. Yes. And fake success gets filtered out very, very quickly. And it's going to happen again. But the direction yes. we're going right now, when a Jack Dorsey says something like this, and people say that'll never happen. The only reason I agree that hyperinflation will never happen is because bef- before hyperinflation comes, you're going to experience you 10, 15% interest. Oh, you'll see. There'll be 10, 15% interest. And Ooh. there's also something to be said about there's so many people that are getting money or making money without working. Right. And here's there's, my. It, it, let me just finish this and I'll go to you. There's what happened to just hard work in America? I'm working my ass off. I'm working hard. I'm working smart. And these are, I'm reaping the benefits of what I sow. Now it's stimulus checks, right? It's unemployment. It's crypto. It's NFT. It's whatever. Stock market. It's my house just appreciated 35%. It's cash, all cash buyers. It seems a little too good to be true. And when it is, it usually is. It usually is. But, but, I think, but Adam, you know, that's what 80 million people voted for. Oh, you're going to make this political now. But that is what 80 million people voted for. How so? He explained his tax plan. He explained to build it back better. But this had, he, not, none of that had to do with taxes, though. None of that, what, what I just what, said. What doesn't have to do with taxes? The unemployment, the stimulus. Wait, 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 wait. Trump gave just as much Stop. money as Biden. Stop. This doesn't have to do with stimulus? This doesn't have to do with... No, no it does, Trump but gave, not taxes. Trump gave stimulus when the entire country was locked down. You couldn't do shit. Mm-hmm. Two stimulus. You couldn't do anything. Nobody could go to work. I understand. Do you remember in Dallas, we'd walk, we'd drive the streets. We're like, shit, are we going to say we're un- essential or I non-essential? I do you remember, remember that? I remember when I was worried I'd have to have like a pass to basically show, <laughs> I'm going to work. Don't arrest do me. Do you Don't remember that? Yes. We would drive the streets worried because all of the freeways were empty. Nothing. I did a story one time. I'm like, look at this. This doesn't make any sense. At the place was 30 30 in the must morning. have been in rush in hour. April or when, 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 this is when it but first But this lasted hit. three, four, five months. Yeah, this I isn't agree. like it lasted a month. We came, we, we came Every day to work, we came mm-hmm. seven days a yeah. week to work it was during wild. that time. But it was wild. so. So <clears throat> yes, the point is that is a different era. But if you continue like this, here's what'll happen. I'm with you. Let me explain. No, I know you're with me, but this is what people voted for. Mm-hmm. The people that voted for Biden are getting exactly what they voted for. This is what they wanted. So you have to understand that when when congressmen and senators get up and they say. I'm working for my constituents. You know, when they say things like that, like, you know, they give a, a mansion a hard time. A mansion says, listen, do you know where I live? Do, do you know what my county America. is? Do you, but, you know, he just talked about the other day. He's thinking about leaving the party. I don't know if you read that article or not. The mansion is leaving the yeah, party. Can you pull ba- out that article about the fact that mansion wants to leave the party? But I'm going to give you the story here. Denver's airport held a job fair mm-hmm. to plug its huge labor shortage. Uh, uh, David, I think your mic is on. To plug its huge labor shortage. An exec said he'd hoped 5,000 people would come, but only 100 people showed up (laughs) to the job fair. Okay? 100 people. Let me read the story to you, and then we'll go to what you're trying to pull up here. So 5,000 people they're expecting. 100 people show up to the job fair. 
Um, Dennis uh, uh, this long this long champ, the president of Denver. Uh, Connoisseries Association said that the organization organizers had hoped for 5,000 people to show up to the job fair, which he called a very lofty goal. Organizers had wanted to fill out about 1,000 jobs at the airport, but only 100 people came to the four-hour uh, fair. The airport's labor shortage could be contributing to huge airport security lines as travel rebounds. The airport also ha- uh, hasn't uh, been able to fully reopen its shuttle bus uh, that ferries travelers to the airport because of a shortage of drivers at its shuttle bus contractor. So what's the point here? Even if the jobs are out there, people are not wanting the job because I don't need to go back to work. What, I'm chilling, getting unemployment. What happens when the people – you've talked about this a few times on the podcast. When the people that are making $18 an hour to flip a burger, the restaurant workers, you know, the minimum wage jobs that are making 20 bucks an hour, what happens when they're either replaced or their wages drop substantially? Right, and on top of that, when we pump the two million dollars for the budget bill and the three two, and a half, yeah, two, two trillion, excuse me, yeah. two trillion, and the one and a half trillion for the yep. infrastructure bill, when that all comes through, what happens? When the wages drop or they're replaced by kiosks, the McDonald's workers, the Burger King mm-hmm. workers, you know, the, the 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 people that are replaceable by machines and the truck drivers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, what happens when they're all replaced or the wages UBI, drop? UBI, baby. Are you, are you asking us? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what happens? Or are you asking them? Does, does, does this, we know what happens. Does this attribute yeah. to the inflation and to, like Kai said, a point of no return where we could hit inflation that's unstoppable? Maybe not hyperinflation, but maybe 25 30 35%. Listen, there's a, there's a community in politics like Yellen who hate billionaires. They passionately hate billionaires. They hate the fact that these people have that much money. They hate the fact that Bezos, what's it called, Musk is worth 200 and whatever billion dollars, nearly $300 billion. They hate that a guy is that successful. They cannot stand it. So Yellen says, is the story here with Yellen and uh, unrealized gains or no? Yeah, I thought that yeah. story yeah, was somewhere page, here. Page nine. Okay, where's Yellen sh- uh, saying what she said? By says? the way, let me, let me give you one little quick. I don't see the page nine. It's... it's uh, Go ahead. I'm listening. To you. Just before we move on to the uh, talking about oh, there it is, got it. Talking yeah, about the job fair, you yeah. know, I, you know, I, this is just a little quick case example. You talked about minimum wage, fifteen dollars an hour, eighteen dollars an hour, twenty dollars. You know, I went th- I went driving through Taco Bell the other day. You remember I was out here eating my Taco Bell. This is I think Friday. There's as I'm in line, I never go to Taco Bell by the way. Um, there's a there's a for uh, help wanted. You know how much they were um, saying for you know employee X. And for assistant manager X, do you know how much they were uh, offering? Take a guess. Hmm. Twenty-three. Okay, go ahead. Tw- yeah, that's what I guess. Yeah, what do I'd you say got? forty-five grand or fifty grand a year for okay. the for the lower end. This well, is this, this is, is just workers at Taco Bell. Workers. Twenty bucks an hour. Okay, how about the, I, I I I had to like do a double take. Eight dollars an hour for an employee and ten for an assistant manager. Really? Those were the numbers. I I I go. This is in Florida, in Boca Raton, Deerfield. I go, who the hell is going to apply for Who wants this job? You're hearing people that uh, you can go to Taco Bell right now and take a picture of this sign. It's right there. So do you think they're worth more than that? I'm you just think saying. You should be who, paid 15 bucks an hour? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, if you're the employee's perspective, we talked about this story being, you know, 100 people showed up to a 5,000. I mean, talk about expectations versus reality. I'm expecting 5,000 people, 100 people show up. If those are the actually numbers, we talked about the fight for $15, $15 minimum wage. That was actually on the sign in front of ordering the Taco Bell. I'm thinking, no freaking way is anyone taking this job at this point. So now it's no wonder all right, we t- that they're not taking these jobs. Because you could sit home and make triple that unemployment. 
Yeah, but but at the same, I I know what you're saying. But uh, uh, Taco Bell is owned by Yum Brands, yep. Yum Brands, and you you have to look at the EBITDA. I mean, the EBITDA margins where they are. If the EBITDA margins are above twenty percent, and they're only willing to pay eight to ten bucks, I mean, you got to increase your, the hour you're paying. It's a mathematical formula. They're sitting there saying what they can afford to pay. They're showing margins to the guy yeah. that's buying the Taco Bell. So if you end up doing fifteen bucks an hour. You're not selling a $50 steak. You're not selling a $20 steak. Correct. You're selling a $2 taco is what you're selling. How but much margins the, the, do they have in there? But the person that's going to take that job for $8, $10, $12 dollars an hour. It's a 16-year-old kid. They can't spell EBITDA. They're not worried about EBITDA. Uh, They're I'm like, not, should I take this job or kid, not? I'm not telling the kid to worry about EBITDA. The, the, the kid doesn't need to worry about right. EBITDA. But the guy running the business does because he, the number one goal of a business is to what? Stay Be profitable. To stay in business. Yeah. You have to stay in business. If you don't stay in business, then what do you do? you got to stay in business. So what do you expect the guy to do, to go out of business? No, mm-hmm. but I agree with you where they have to restructure. So to me, you're, you're cornering me, the Taco Bell owner, to make the tacos price from $199 to $249. You're cornering yeah. me to uh, – no problem, but bu- watch this. What's $199 to $249? How big of an increase is it? It's 50 cents. It's fifty cents, which is what twenty five percent. What's twenty five percent increase on eight dollars? It's but only now you're 10, at ten bucks. So it's not like they're going to go fifty. So watch this: yeah. to go from eight to fifteen is a ninety percent increase, Correct. right? So that means my buck ninety nine tacos got to be three seventy nine. Yeah, that's I better get a chalupa for that price. So, but three seventy nine is a taco. Chalupa is what? How much is a chalupa? I don't know. I but just you look re- like you know what the price <laughs> of a chalupa is. I assume it's three bucks, four bucks. Okay, I don't know. if it's if your four dollar chalupa yeah. all of a sudden becomes seven fifty. No, I'm not getting a chalupa. <laughs> I Say that. I don't even know what a chalupa I'm not chalupa looks like. <laughs> I'm off the chalupa market. I'm gonna go to McDonald's 99 cent. McDonald's 99 cent so menu. Listen, if you want to get Adam strong. something for his birthday, get him like a dozen chalupas. I think it looks like he'd be happy. <laughs> Adam, with that. you stunned the whole office the other day too when you came in with Taco Bell. Everybody did the double take. Yeah. Like, did he really got... come in with Taco Bell? Yes. Yeah. Did you guys see him dancing last night? By the way, for a 40 year old man, I was so impressed. Yeah, I think he wanted. We've got, we've got a great teacher, Rob Walker. Yeah, we, we definitely. Uh, we're going to find out if he's a good teacher or not. We're going to find out if Rob's a good teacher or not. Anyways, okay. I so, used to kill the bar mitzvah scene when I was 13. Did you really, old. though? Killed it. You know, killed John, John Mason was one of those bar no, mitzvah. No, the, the difference DJs. between John Mason and I is the last time I went to a bar mitzvah it was when I was going to bar mitzvahs at 13. John Mason went as a 30 year old man hosting bar mitzvahs. Big difference. You just hurt his feelings. Wow. That's fine. You just hurt you his just feelings. Just put it out there. Watch, it can't he's hurt gonna someone. come and slash your tires. <laughs> nah, yeah, my car situation. Well, it's, Did it, that get fixed, by the way, or no? No, I still got to deal with that, yeah. Have you told but, him but, yet? No. Uh, oh, my God. Let's no. hope he doesn't watch the podcast. <laughs> but John Mason can't get mad if it's true. This is what, this is what his career was. John Mason. Now he's just, killing it. Just got himself a G-Wagon and a white Huracan is what he just got. What is a Huracan? Huracan? Lamborghini. It's a Toyota Avalon uh, model sick, of a Huracan sick, is what it is. It's, it's going to be all right. Very unique Toyota. I saw him roll up in the R8. Too, the, yeah, right? Maybe, it. Adam, the, maybe you should go to R8. more bar mitzvahs as well. And, when uh, I met John, no, John was game. a professional bar mitzvah guy. Okay, so we got a it's couple true. questions here. So Paul Barrez says, the good part of current nonsense is we don't need all the fast food. It is essentially poison. Imagine 25 to 50% of all these and other toxic businesses slowly disappeared. Okay, that's Paul's position. Next one is uh, Smedley Butler III says, Pat, what if, hype, what if hyperinflation is their goal? What if it is their final phase? What if the people have to be brought to their knees before they'll accept the world digital ID system, Hegelian dialectic? Listen, a lot of people agree with you and believe what you're saying, and we know what Hegelian dialectic is, and it's a strategy that's worked effectively by big governments for a long, long time. So 
I'm not weighing that out. I'm not telling you there's not a group of people that are not planning to do that at the top. I'm just telling you I don't think it's everybody. I think there are certain people that want to do the right thing. I think there are certain people that, that think uh, 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 are not coming from that standpoint. But I do believe the people that are the puppet masters behind closed doors have some things like that in mind because they're driven by control. They love control, and they hate rich people. They hate anybody that got rich under this system because they want it to be you know, taken away from them because they can't stand the fact that these guys, independently, not needing the government, ended up being successful. I've said this mm-hmm. before. I'll say it again. A parent, when they lose the, 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 the need of their kid saying, if you don't do this, I'm not going to buy that. When the kid eventually gets to the point and says, Mom, I don't give a shit. I'll buy it myself. That yeah. control is gone. And a mom and a dad is like, wait a minute, I feel like I just lost my child. I feel like I just lost my child. You didn't lose your child. He became independent. These politicians are thinking they're still the mother, the nanny state to say, you need us. You need us. And the people are like, I don't need you. I can independently take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Just leave me alone. Let's coexist and enjoy these every once in a while family gatherings that we have every four years when we got to vote for the next president. But outside of that, leave me alone. Well, and the people that are pushing these policies are phenomenally wealthy within themselves. Pelosi's worth, what, $350 million? I mean, she's worth a ton of money. Joe Biden is worth— One of the best stock pickers of all time, by the way. Oh, yeah, great. Her husband. husband. One of the best stock pickers of all time. I wonder when she has time. It's very impressive. She's she's a legendary stock picker. you got to budget your time like Elon Musk. Seriously. Five minutes at a time. By the way, real quick, the gentleman who just made that comment, give me that name again. Read it. Smedley Butler, right? That's it. Smedley Butler the The third. third. So there's multiple Smedley Butlers running out there. Apparently so. Smedley Butler sounds like the type of person who believes in the conspiracy theory of the Hegelian dialectic or whatever I, that Smedley is. Smedley Butler sounds yes. like somebody that would never eat a chalupa. That's what <laughs> it sounds like. He sounds like somebody that Smedley, would Smedley, you sound wonderful. I don't know if you're my kind of guy. <laughs> well, shout out to Smedley, <laughs> oh, man. He's given a few super guy. chats. If that's your buddy. <laughs> if that's your buddy. It's not you. It's Adam. Yeah. No, I'm sure Smedley. Josh Morango just him? gave 20, uh, uh, I think, what is that? Do you see it? Pounds. Pounds and says, I think we need to give the left everything they want and step back will the country decline and possibly worse sure but the debate between capitalism and socialism will finally be settled yeah, here's a problem cost. with that josh no the debate's been settled in 100 150 different countries mm-hmm. and people still haven't learned because they think they can do it right so i don't think it, it, it is about uh, winning the debate or not winning the debate that debate's been already done they just want to do it here because they want to be able to control it during their time fyi janet Yellen, let me read that story on page nine mm. What she says she wants to do. Dems plan billionaires' unrealized gains tax to help fund the $2 trillion spending bill, a New York Post story. President Biden's $2 trillion spending package continues to stall as senior Democrats are hoping to finalize a proposal on a new annual tax on billionaires' unrealized capital gains. Let me read that one more time. Hoping to finalize a proposal on a new annual tax on billionaires' unrealized capital gains. Do you know what that means? They made money on an investment. They haven't taken the money out. The equities on that house, the equities in the company, the equities in the stock, they haven't taken the money out. Janet Yellen and Biden want to tax unrealized gains that hasn't been taken out by the individual, which is absolutely ludicrous. I mean, if, if somebody said this stuff 20 years ago, they would have said you've lost your mind, but it's becoming a reality today. We probably will have a wealth tax, says Nancy Pelosi, confirmed Sunday. The proposal, which is being reviewed by Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden, uh, a Democrat from Oregon, would impose an annual tax on unrealized capital gains on liquid assets held by billionaires. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said the proposal will likely only affect less than 1,000 of the nation's wealthiest citizen. 
I don't care if it's a thousand, if it's five hundred, if it's ten thousand. Leave them alone. They keep creating jobs. I don't care what their net worth is. Let them keep creating jobs and have an incentive to create jobs. Because if they don't do what they do, you're going to take a hit. And and by the way, again, it goes back down to why a thousand? Why are they the richest of the riches? How about the person that's worth forty million? How rich is forty million to a person making fifteen bucks an hour? Very rich. How rich is ten million to someone that's making fifteen Very bucks rich. an hour? How rich is a million dollars to a person that's making fifteen? How rich is a half a million dollars cash and savings to a person that's making fifteen bucks an hour? Rich. So what's rich? Rich uh, is only any taxes that you will not pay. So if Nancy Pelosi is worth three hundred million dollars, let's make sure we pet the taxes a billion, so I don't have to pay any, any of it. Right. It's always I don't want to experience the pain. You covered this a couple podcasts. Yeah, this ago. was like a month ago. It's always the person about. who's just a little bit richer than you that that's where you want to start. Yeah. And the problem is it's a slippery slope. You it's know what this reminds you of? Because you'll appreciate this. I think there was a lot, because obviously you're in the life insurance world. There was a long, there was talks about, because obviously a life insurance, Rule a death benefit is, yeah. is tax-free. Oh, yeah, I see where you're but, going. But at one point they were proposing uh, taxing the cash value buildup within yeah. the policy. Do you remember this? Of course I do. But they, that didn't pass, It was right? Rule 7702 that they wanted to eliminate to tax the cash value and the separate yes. value of a yes. BUL or an IUL or Correct. all that stuff. Yeah. And but it, it didn't, didn't pass. pass, though. It didn't pass, yeah. And you know who was leading that? Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth, was that DOL? Was yeah. that all that? Was Elizabeth that a, Warren okay. was leading. But by, by the way, the camp that's in right now is the camp that could do that. Yeah. That's the camp that's in right now. Well, to to our last friend, was it Josh? I don't know, whoever he said, well, why don't we just let them have what they want? Yeah. Listen, that's the whole point of America is to have the debate, to have the ideas and find out which ideas are actually right. You like. Gerard likes to say that Democrats are the gas and uh, Republicans are the brakes. And there's two sides of the eagle, wherever you want to look at it. But that's the whole point of, all right, this is the idea I want to go with. Hell no, we're not doing that idea. And then at some point there needs to be a compromise. And that's the problem in America right now is that everyone's entrenched on their sides. Let's coalesce in the middle. By the way, the Bitcoin community is uh, 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 thinking that if hyperinflation happens, Bitcoin's going to go to 100000 500000 yeah. a million dollars. That's what well, Bitcoin thinks. That's why thinks. Jack Dorsey's probably saying hyperinflation. Maybe, maybe. He's very do, big in crypto. Do you really think he needs another billion dollars? No, no but he's, dollars he's, he's look, dollars? Cash App Square, he's very big. Like when Bitcoin I know he had their is, conference, but do you think he was he the needs, guest speaker. Now, here's the other part. You know, uh, Peter, uh, is it Peter Schiff, the gold guy? Yeah, uh, He's thinking that gold's going to take off with this and gold's going to go to a whole different level. Look, yeah. the idea is the following. This is going to happen. Own Non-duplicatable assets. Yes. Keyword: own non-duplicatable assets. Are Very NF, simple. Are NFTs non-duplicatable assets? Uh, to yes. that community, is it, it is as oh, non-duplicatable yeah. as it can be. Let me answer your question, by the way. You said, do you think he cares about another billion dollars? Jack Dorsey? Do you think he's a little bit competitive? Okay. Dorsey? So when you look around and he sees the Base, Zucks yeah. worth $100 billion, but, but even in a he case like he that... Sees it would Elon Musk worth two hundred something billion. The Bezos one hundred fifty billion, and he's worth what is he worth? I don't know. I'm guessing ten billion. I don't know. Who? He is one fourteen. Fourteen. You don't think he's a little competitive? Saying I got to get to hundred some point. But I even even in that I case, don't think so. he's I not going to be the only one. I think he's skyrocketing. I I not saying he's not competitive. By the way, I love what Rodolfo Ramirez just said. You can vote your way into socialism but you cannot w vote your way out. What Ooh. a powerful thing to say. You can vote your way into socialism. You cannot vote your way out. 
Uh, uh, Rodolfo, that is extremely powerful quote you just posted right now. But yeah, I don't think that's what he's driven by. I just tell you, it's this is. Let me talk to the investor. Let's talk to the investor. The person that's listening to this right now, is this a, probably a good time to own a little bit of gold? Maybe. Is this a good time to own a little bit of crypto? You know, maybe you get a little bit of Ethereum, get a little bit of whatever. You know, you mm-hmm. maybe. Is it is it time to consider getting a little bit of collectible cards or comic books that are limited edition? Yeah, maybe. This is not a bad time to set aside some of those things that are again non-duplicatable assets. If you do that, and hyperinflation happens, it actually favors you if you do that. I have two things Go on this, it. which is interesting. Uh, first one, obviously, when they look at people and you look at Elon Musk, two hundred eighty billion dollars. It's not like he's sitting on a on a pile of cash at $280 billion. It's all invested in his company. It's all going to be taxed once he takes it out, once he takes payment. And if the Tesla stock crashes, so is his net worth. So it's not like he's sitting on it and he's just kind of walking around with a checking account with $280 billion. So it's a completely different way of how that would then function of just doing this. And then the other part of it is if it's just the 1,000 wealthiest, if they get it passed and approved, why not do two thousand? Why not do the top ten yeah, percent? Like it, it, it'll just catastrophic. It'll, it'll just snowball from there. Catastrophic. How many times do they not promise? If you're making less than this, your taxes aren't going to be changed. And then two weeks later, something comes out well, of well, maybe six hundred dollars of taxes, and exactly. they have to change it. Exactly. They have to so, change because people are like, "This is pathetic." If you're going to come after my six hundred dollars of taxes, so they're going to they're going to find a way yeah. to just get it and in the, the door, and then they're going to build it up. From like there. we got to deal with all this crap now. So they then they just say, "Or oh, we'll, we'll meet you back at the ten thousand number." Yeah, it's uh, maybe not. We're we're good where we're at. What's that? What do you mean? We're no, with the with the ten thousand, where yeah, they're yeah. trying to push for it, and then yeah. it's like so. Okay, so check this, this out. Here's this what here's what's happening at the same time, right? So I had a a, a guy came over the other night, and we had a con- we had a cigar till one o'clock in the morning. Great conversations we had. Okay, great conversations we had till one o'clock in the morning. And a conversation came about DeSantis. He was a guy that worked closely with DeSantis, and he was an advisor to DeSantis when DeSantis was coming up. Again, people don't realize this guy's a 43-year-old superstar right now. Yeah, it's crazy. 43-year-old superstar right now, and he's fighting. But the, the left is trying to figure out any way possible to cancel this guy, and DeSantis continues to fight back. So here's what story just came about, okay? Uh, Florida tries to lure ships waiting at backlog California ports. This is a story, I think, from last week, if you want to go to page 8. And then DeSantis is not not just backing down, and he starts recruiting nonstop. But here's what he says. Florida is encouraging ships to ditch backed-up ports on the West Coast and head its way, while dozens of ships remain moored off the coast of L.A., waiting to be unloaded in a historic supply chain scenario. Ports in Florida are humming along with little or no delays and are standing by if ships com- ship com- shipping companies decide to reroute freighters to the East Coast. Florida Governor DeSantis recently invited ships to reroute and offload their shipments in Florida, which has several ports. We're here. We have capacity, says DeSantis. In addition to rerouting ships, some recipients of goods that are being manufactured overseas are also reevaluating their ability to ship using air freight that increased demand has caused air cargo rates to soar to record levels. But DeSantis doesn't stop. Let me go to the next one here, and then I'll open it up for dialogue. DeSantis planning 5,000 auto bonus for unvaccinated police to relocate to Florida. This is a news, Newsweek story. Republican Florida Governor DeSantis said on Sunday that he is hoping to sign legislation that would get unvaccinated police officers a $5,000 bonus to relocate 
to a state. DeSantis commented about police officers in other states who are losing their jobs because they are not complying with COVID vaccine mandates. On a scientific basis, most of those first responders have had COVID and have recovered, so they have strong protection. And so I think that influences their decision, he said. DeSantis called on police officers across the country, including those in New York, Minneapolis, and Seattle, to relocate to the Sunshine State if they are not being accommodated at their jobs. When you play aggressive, so I'm sitting there and I'm talking to my sister Paulette, and she says, don't you think this puts a target on them? Okay. And I said, absolutely. I said, but what's the alternative? Just sitting there and not doing anything about this? You got to, you got, because if you think about who the last guys that played this aggressive type of offense was a guy named Governor Perry, okay? And if you guys remember Governor Perry, where he's like, you know, those three organizations, you got the EPA and you got, I don't know what the, shucks, he, he said wanted something to can- like that. He wanted yeah. to close yeah. the, the three organizations. He couldn't remember the Anyways, third. but yeah. here's what uh, Rick Perry did. Governor of Texas. He's who recruited us to Texas, by the way. I'm going to yep. have a sit down with him, went to the Rangers game with him. Prior to Noah Abbott. Ryan, Don, yeah, prior to Abbott. So Rick Perry comes to California, and he goes, does a bunch of talk shows, radio shows, and he says, if you're, if you're a business owner in the state of California and you're sick and tired of being taxed and regulated, why don't you come to the great state of Texas? We won't tax you. We won't regulate it. We'll let you build your business and do your thing. But we want to welcome you to the state of So he kept aggressively recruiting people from Texas, from California, right? Okay. That's a bold move. This guy's making a bold move. He, at this point of the game, I guarantee you, there are meetings, nonstop strategy sessions, not how to save America, not how to deal with China, not how to deal with the border, not how to deal with the taxes. They're having our strategy sessions. How the hell do we get rid of this guy here? But that's why Biden doesn't have time to go to the border. So it makes sense. But he drove past it in 08. I mean, you hey, you got to give him credit, though. Yeah, he yeah. drove, he, he he drove. close enough. So listen, DeSantis, um, apparently he's going to be rerunning. It's, uh, the, the conversation right now, whether he's going to be running for office or not, has to do with his wife's health. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, he's, she has it, breast cancer. Yeah, it's tough. They're dealing with it, but, uh, you gotta love his audacity to stand up he's and playing go against offense. people. He is big playing time, offense. Big time. I think, I think another big thing for this as well is you see how many of us were talking about DeSantis just two years ago. He wasn't a conversation. No, he, 18 he, months Pre-COVID, he, he was right. not. He almost he lost just, to Andrew Gillum, the socialist. Yeah, he, he, I mean, it was a close race, yes. man. Florida would be in a totally different position right now had that race not gone in the favor of uh, Ron DeSantis. And I, and I think it just goes to show that during crisis, certain people stand up and certain people push back. Wartime and, leader? Yep, mm-hmm. big time, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to be able to cancel him? I mean, it depends on as long as he doesn't do is un, no. unless there's some dirt on him that that they're going to somehow pull up. I think it's going to be hard unless he miss. Ma- you missteps. tell me who you can't find dirt on. I mean, any, nobody. You tell me who you cannot find dirt on. Nobody. Okay, then. So, do you think their research team is working, and the research team for them is who? Twenty four seven. Here's their research team. Folks working at the IRS. Yep. Forks FBI. working at F yeah, Forks working on social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, DMs, text, phones. All this is their ones. research team. It's a pretty qualified research yeah. team, by the way, that can get access to any information that they want. Do you think they're gonna figure out a way to cancel DeSantis? Or do you think he'll make it? I think they'll try, but I also think that he's not gonna go down without a fight. I see him as a guy who's gonna go down swinging. They're not gonna find something where he's just gonna flat out lay down and be like, All right, I'm done. I see him more going down with the ship if that's the case. 
Well, and he's had a target on his back for the past two years since COVID started. Since Florida didn't, I mean, mm-hmm. they locked down for what two weeks, and that was it. I mean, he's he's had a target on his back the whole time, and they've yet to cancel him. Like like you said, they're going to try, but he's he's not going to go down without a fight. David, you look like you want to say something. Go ahead, Colombia. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he, he can be canceled. I think he's in the same uh, Trump situation where I think a lot of uh, Trump supporters see DeSantis as the second coming of Trump. And mm. so it's going to be the same situation where if he runs, they're going to try and find all the dirt. Anytime he said anything slightly disagreeable, and but he won't go down. It's not even saying something disagreeable. It's saying about the strategy. Doing. It's character assassination. It's uh, uh, manipulation. It's division it's going to be family women mm-hmm. money right. taxes comments high school cancel it, they're going to go and find a way to get something on this guy here's the question do you think it's there like i don't think it's yes. there with ron DeSantis the way it was with trump trump had to access hollywood tapes he has all you know you, I, I could shoot somebody on fifth yeah, avenue etc like et et they'll, they'll find dirt. they'll find something he's, a, he's went to university of florida i believe i'm sure he was drunk in the 90s did something stupid women will come out Things happen. He's a young guy. He's 43, 44. What is he? 43, 43. September 14th. Look, I yeah, think 43. at the end of the day, whether you're on the left or on the right, you got to hand it, hand it to the guy. He's doing a great job here in Florida. And that's the so, key, right? Is I he's mean, doing a good job. I mean, a lot right. of people would disagree with that that are not in Florida. Okay. But you got to hand it to the guy. And you brought up Rick Perry. I think he's sharper, smarter, more aggressive. Um, just has better positions. I think Rick Perry was a, a good old Texas guy. Come on down. Like, I think... I think this guy actually is sharper than Rick Perry. Would you agree? It's actually, actually great impersonation, right there. <laughs> thank I mean, you, I thank you. Well, I was just away. imitating your impression. No wonder you. Oh, Rick yeah, Perry. Matt's yours was uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. you like that. Yeah, I was like, that was, was that a Middle a... Eastern Rick Perry. Yeah. Country yes. twang there from <laughs> But I think I think um, one thing that we um, need to account for is yes, has he been on the national stage a little bit, but he hasn't been on the national national front page news stage yet like trump i think the biggest person in desantis's way is not the irs stuff not social not it's straight up donald j trump it kind of reminds me of when tom brady was um his rookie year or even when Aaron Rodgers came and Brett Favre was there, you can use a million different quarterback analogies. Santos is Tom Brady. No, meaning Damn. like you have this young talent. You have quote. You you have this young talent who's clearly talented politically. Yeah. And is doing good things and is maybe destined for great things. Yeah. And then you have the old guard, the Brett Favres of the world, the Drew Bledsoe's of the world, the Donald Trumps of the world, who aren't just gonna get out of the way and give the young buck the shot. So unless there's an injury, unless there's a trade, unless he doesn't run. I don't think DeSantis, like DeSantis, as much as he might deserve the Republican nomination, obviously he has to earn it. Trump's not going anywhere. Trump is not going anywhere. Listen, just Trump say is going to be the nominee. Just say it. I mean, I, if you want him as your, uh, just talk I, about I've, it. I've said, I've said this a million times. I would vote for DeSantis in a heartbeat over Joe Biden. I don't think the country, the country wants another four years of Trump. I don't think, other think, than the base, I th- we've done the Trump thing again. Let's get a young like I don't even want another seventy like, something year old. It's in like there. getting back with your ex girlfriend. Yeah, you know that that's going to be Babe, an abusive bad this. relationship. It doesn't work. Yes, David, yes. are you dealing with something right now? Yes, <laughs> I just need a second. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Trump or DeSantis, be your president? Uh, if that that's that question is easy question. That's not the question though. What's the answer? The question is easy. Whoever is going to create less 
unnecessary enemies. And you think that's DeSantis? That's DeSantis. He's okay. going to create less unnecessary. And I agree with you. Unfortunately, and, and the, the way, Republican I, base does not. I think at the because they don't think he's going to get the nomination, which is what you're saying. They don't. Think I he's just think get they're the they're all in on Trump. That's yeah. it. And, and, by the way, let me just go into the Trump story. The well, hang on, because I, I don't think it's as clear cut as you make it. I think the Republican Party is fighting with whether or not they can even go through with electing Trump. We know what happened. We know what it did to the country culturally. Yeah, it was Americans were better off than they had been before. Fifty nine percent of Americans said they were better off, you know, at the end of his uh, term than they were when it started. But at the same time, we're well aware of what he did to the country and the way it collapsed and what has come because of it. So it's I don't think it's as clear cut as you make it that the whole right is behind Donald Trump because they're not. I think it's going to be a battle. I, I wish you were right. I just don't think you are. Well, do you understand what so, I'm saying? So let me say this. Does, does your position change depending on who Trump's running mate is? If it's a Trump DeSantis ticket, does your position change? Or it's regardless is a no, Trump I, is at the point front is, of the ticket. I, I don't even know if that is a ticket. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. I don't even know if DeSantis wants to, like, the, if you're DeSantis, don't you want to do it yourself? Yo, I now you're you have you to just kind of get swept have, in with you Trump have to know that a a Trump tweet helped him win. Yeah, exactly. Don't forget that. So a a Trump tweet helped DeSantis win, and it was not. It was very close. You you know this. You, this is your state. Yeah, it was very it was close. Very close. Trump tweeted Dillon. it out. Boom. Done deal. By the way, yeah, like the the arrows, it was very close. It was neck and neck. Since then, Ron DeSantis is now being considered potential next president, twenty twenty four. Andrew Gimlin was literally found in like a homosexual gangbang, drugged yeah, out. Yeah, doing like what, not meth, even joking. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. it was yeah. bad. Like he was busted. And didn't even invite me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> was he the one in? Was he? Did he join in the one in Hungary that we covered on the podcast that time? That was a different one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good memory. All right, let me read this insider story about Trump since Adam is uh, highly uh, uh, obsessed with this story. Trump is hungry to go head-to-head against Biden for president and can only be stopped by a prison sentence, says former advisor. The signs that he uh, is increasingly interested, says David Gergen, a political commentator and former White House communications director who served under various administrations, his interest intensifies when he sees Biden in trouble. When Biden, for example, receives backlash for his decision to withdraw all U.S. troops, from Afghanistan prompting a swift Taliban takeover, Trump was really chomping at the bit, Gergen said. Three sources said that the former president, Trump, came close to announcing the 2024 run in August. At the height of the chaos in Afghanistan, advisors stepped in and convinced him not to do it due to a fear that his announcement would derail the Republican attempt to take back Congress in upcoming 2022 midterm elections. Wow. Wow. What a story right there, too, to think that. By the way, Trump had a pretty good week with his SPAC when he introduced the truth. The social media site that's coming out, he, he made uh, very, very good money last week uh, uh, with uh, the SPAC, and it's not slowing down. But going back to the story you were talking about, he can't wait to get in the ring. Trump just cannot wait to get back, I and agree. he just doesn't want to say it. He's holding back saying, we'll see if I'm going to run, we'll see if I'm going to run. Folks, if you're listening to this, I'm just curious. I'm watching the comments. If you would, if you would rather have Trump run on the Republican side— Type in the word Trump. If it's DeSantis, type in DeSantis. I'm just curious. We can do a poll. Between the two, uh, can you do a poll in there or no? Does does the chat box allow you to do a poll? All right, then if you can do a poll, do a poll. I don't know if you can do a poll, but I'll leave it up to you. Um, uh, So what do you think about this uh, story with uh, Trump and uh, 
Gergen saying the fact that they prevented him from saying that because they didn't want the midterms to be affected by this. Who prevented him from saying that? Okay, exactly? so the, the three sources said that the former president came close to announcing a 2024 run in August at the height of the chaos in Afghanistan. Advisors stepped in and convinced him not to due to a fear that his announcement would derail the Republican attempt to take back Congress in upcoming 2022 midterm elections. Yeah, they're basically saying, Don, don't do anything to screw up that there are inevitable taking over of the House you know and what or that the means, Senate. Though. You know what that means, though? That means he's listening to people. Which is new. <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I literally that, wrote good That call. means yeah. he's good listening call. to people, Mr. Adam. He's listening good to your call. advice. I think he is chomping at the bit to get back out there. He I'm, sees sh- uh, blood in the water. I have a question. Joe though. Biden sinking in the uh, approval ratings, and he wants to get back out there. I but there's no benefit question. for him announcing anything until after the midterms. Will they run Joe Biden again? I don't think they will. Right, that's the question. It's who runs against Trump. So there's there's three questions, right? Because to piggyback real quick before this, what was the last president to be in office and not run for re-election when they could? Mm. There's from mm. my, what I what I looked at this morning. There's one president in the line of 46 presidents that has not run for a re-election. There's a handful of them that haven't won, but there's one president who just flat out said, "Yeah, not for me." Who's that? Any hold guesses? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on it's, here. It's, LBJ. Yeah, yeah. Right? You just said it. You well, just no, called before it. Before I even saw it, I was like, it's got to be LBJ. Was it LBJ? Yeah. yeah it's LBJ. How, how'd you bro. know? He's the only president, but he, he was there for six years because he took because over he for took JFK over for two JFK, years. Yeah. Ran for re election, and then after that, he said, yeah, this is not for me. He said they were pulling out of Vietnam and they were, um, they were that he wouldn't re- run for re election. I, I just, I think, I hope that Joe Biden doesn't run again in 2024. I hope he does a good job. I hope he leads the country the right way in the next few years. He's obviously not doing the best job ever. We need some new blood in there. If I were to make enough a prediction, with the old freaking idiots. If I were to make a prediction, I think Joe Biden might be the only Democrat that can't beat Trump. But he you already think did. Kamala Harris can no, beat Trump again, again by running again. The yeah. only Democrat that can't. I think, I think. I think if if it's a Joe Biden versus a Trump, yeah, that there's odds that he can't. I think if there's a new person yeah. coming in. Well, so here's I my question: Where are we at in four years? Or three and a half years. We've already got inflation. We're only nine months through this term, ten months through this term. We've got inflation is high. They're pushing through the two and a half trillion dollar bill or the two trillion dollar bill. That's the trillion why he and a half. can't. That's Iran, why he can't win. China saber rattling. Iran, Russia. I mean, where are we at in four years? Uh, look, uh, that's going to determine. As this. much as we want to look into our crystal ball, I mean, whatever. We could say anything right now, and it's like zero relevance. The, the reality is, we've got to get through midterms and then the election. The that what people are are failing to understand is, you know how how hard the media railed against Trump when he ran the first time and when he ran against this time. Now you don't think they're going to take the January sixth insurrection, wherever you want to call it, and play that nonstop. And you don't think the they're ads, already doing yeah, that. they've already but, done that but, for months. Okay. but now when he's running for a reelection, you don't think there's an ad that's just going to show everything and say. Is this what you want from your leader? You don't know how easy it is. But people already I'm know what letting... they're getting with Trump. That's the thing. And they already exact, know who he is. And, and they, that's they have why a comparison. he wasn't elected last time. Exactly. They already know what they're getting. For the millionth time, can we get some freaking young who blood in there? I agree Give a with name. you. 100% who? I agree. Give a name on the left. Freaking The Rock. The Rock? Tulsi Gabbard and The Rock. Pat, I'd vote for that ticket. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> finish the podcast right now. We're done. Joe Manchin. 
Thanks for joining He's us. He's all over the news. He's 74. Yeah. You want fresh blood. He's, He's got so a fun. great tan. He's yeah. so funny. <laughs> great tan. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think we have oh, we have God. time over the next few years to see what leaders show up. I want to make sure here, I get here. this was, Ron was, was Ron DeSantis on anybody's list 18 yeah, months ago? No. No. But leaders show up in a time of crisis. So who's going to step up from the Democratic Party? We're seeing people well, like DeSantis show up. AOC. Who's going to show up? Hopefully it's not this? someone Why that extreme. Why don't you say your name, though? Say your name. Like a Newsom? Like a superstar like Newsom for no, you? Well, Newsom, no. Someone, if Manchin was younger, he's the kind of guy. Pete Buttigieg? No, not Prickly Pete. Beto? Um, what if it's not the Democratic Beto, Party? Beto. What if Beto does have support. I'm not saying I'm a big Beto guy, but he's young. He's well-spoken. He's from Texas. I know he's not a big Second Amendment guy, but someone the like a Beto. Beto who eats dirt. Beto who eats dirt. Beto? Is that... Yeah, he eat, he ate ceremonial Arizona dirt. All right, that's, that's my kind of guy. Kind of man, weird. right there. Well, I eat okay. Taco Bell. Same shit. So what if it's not? What if it's not the dream, the Democratic by the way, Party? Just so everybody knows, listeners need to know this. This is not sponsored by Taco Bell. I just want no. you to know this. This is just he's. <laughs> maybe you got a side deal with yeah, him. We don't know about. Yeah, he has one. We don't know about. Chalupa's one ninety nine coming on the corner. By the way, I just want to say there's a new. Grand Slam Burrito coming to the coast. <laughs> <laughs> you drop the code name Adam, you get 10% off your next burrito. Anyways, back to the show. But do you not agree we need, like, take off your, your, your Republican hat, Democratic hat, just put on just your American hat. Don't you think it's time for some fresh blood into politics at the head of tickets? 78-year-old Biden, 75-year-old Trump. Like, don't you think we got... Some young 40, 50 year olds. Well, you got 40 in Ron DeSantis. Okay. And then anyone younger on the left, like everyone just sees as communist <laughs> socialist. Yeah. So, look, well, mid four, I mean, how old was Clinton when he got uh, elected? About the same time, 40s. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking for a Ron That's DeSantis. That's what we I'm looking for a young, fresh, someone By the way, that they Obama uh, was young. Clinton was young. Yeah. You know, those two were young. Uh, Reagan was yes. at the time the oldest president. Yep. Uh, uh, we had who got reelected, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, uh, but but also at the same time, you can't force superstars, man. They got to come up like this DNC. That they, they need a convention to have a Obama come up and rise up and give a message yeah. to people like who is this guy, yeah. right? So yeah. they thought that like the, the brothers from San Antonio, the guy from San Antonio, but they they lost the momentum. Who were the uh, the Joaquin brothers? Joaquin and, and uh, 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 you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Joaquin, Very well twins, spoken, yes. you know. But you know, they didn't get any support. It wasn't like anything crazy yeah. that happened with them. Uh, you know, who do you have on the left right now? Though, actually, remember who was on the left when they were running. You don't have a great bullpen. I mean, you had Amy Klobuchar up there. That's not happening, right? You had Beto. That's not happening. Lizzie Warren. You had Elizabeth Warren. That's not happening. Obviously, you had Kamala. That's not happening. Bernie. You had Bernie. That's done. Andrew with. Don't, Yang. don't forget about Andrew Yang. Andrew, Andrew Yang. started his own Andrew party. Right, and yeah. Joe Manchin's talking about leaving the Democratic uh, Party to go, go to his own party. Pull up the Joe party. Manchin article. Pull up the Joe Manchin article. I, I think we're at a tipping point where you could see a real change in American politics because people understand so. how divided they are. And Look, you could see a change from the two-party system. You know what system. I would want? Whoever's elected, whoever it is, I would love to have a president who has 60% approval rating. 60%. Who's the last president that had 60% approval rating? Bill Clinton. George W. Bush. Okay. Not that he was a you know, great... Didn't turn out. Yeah, so but nine eleven had a lot to do with yeah. that too. Well, no, when he came in, when he came into peak. office, it was. But that's what our country's lacking. Steve is, Huardo, like, is a majority saying, "All right, we, we can get behind Murado this guy." just gave fifty dollars and said the media creates the problem: stress, anxiety, anger, and fear with Trump. It's not Trump. Okay, that's Steve. All right, let's take a look at this. So this is what story. This is a uh, 
intelligencer story is Manchin considering quitting the Democratic Party, go a little lower, as the drama with intra-democratic negotiations over the Build Back Better budget and reconciliation intensifies even more. Report involved in one of the story, central figures are abound uh, to get a lot of attention. Veteran Mother Jones reported, reported David Korn is hearing talk from Joe Manchin's associates that he is mulling a party switch, which he will execute if and when he becomes definitely dissatisfied with his influence, influence over his fellow Democrats. The report was very specific. He told associates that he has a two-step plan for exist, exiting the party. First, he would send a letter to Senator Chuck Schumer, the top Senate Democrat, removing himself from the Democratic leadership of the Senate. He is vice chair of the Senate Democrat Policy and Communications Committee. Manchin hopes that would send a signal. He would then wait and see if that move had any impact on the negotiations. After about a week, he said he would change his voter registration from Democrat to independent. Right. Huh. By the way, when was this story? This, this was, was a week last, ago, by yeah, the way. This week. was literally last week. And then Manu Rogers says what? Uh, Manchin denies story. He's considering leaving the Democratic Party. It's bullshit. He told me. Yeah. He added, I have no control over rumors. And then Kelly uh, Ferris said, new uh, Joe Manchin, on, uh, if he ever uh, planned to switch parties, tells me he uh, made an offer to switch to independent if him being a moderate centrist, was causing the Dem party any issues, says he would have still caucus with Dems. Manchin says that offer was not accepted. Interesting. And let me ask you. Yeah. Where was Joe Manchin this weekend? Was he at Miami with you? It wasn't. I wish he was in the club with me. (laughs) Kai was in the club this weekend. Do you know where Manchin was this weekend? Tell us. Meeting with Biden. Doing a little vacay together. Okay. Okay. I wonder why, though. I wonder why. Well, Biden wants uh, Manchin's vote. That's pretty obvious. And And he's, look... Do you know how long Manchin and Biden have known each other? Sure. Freaking 40 years. Okay? He's, and this is what I've, compa- how, how long ago did I tell you, keep your eye out for this guy, Joe Manchin? Three years ago almost? You've been saying it for a okay. while. Yeah. You introduced me to Manchin. So yeah. I'm going to give you And just because I used to watch him on Morning Joe on MSNBC at the height of the Trump yep. stuff when it was so easy for a Democrat to talk shit about Trump. Because look, I'm not going to talk trash about the president. He just held himself so honorably. I said, this guy's, who, who, what's this guy's deal? And I looked into him a little bit. He's a Democrat in the reddest state in the country. Understand the, the, his constituents versus um, his party and his allegiance. He's a guy who does what he feels is right and, and takes care of his people. He's been, he's been a Democrat for 40-plus years. You think he's going to switch over a little hot water right now? I don't think he's going anywhere. I think even if he does do dependent, independent, he's going to caucus with the Democrats. He understands how valuable his vote is at this point, and he's going to play his card and he's going to play it well. You've seen that this $3.5 trillion infrastructure deal has now somehow gone to $1.5 trillion just because yeah, he yeah, said that's two, what I'm going trillion, for. Every sentence he says is worth like $100 million. Well, don't forget okay? about Kristen Cinema as well. That's true. But um, she's a little more of a wild card than him. But he's a G. He's a G. And I, I don't. Is the whole point that you think he's going to leave the Democratic Party? Or just Do I think re- he's going to leave? Yeah. No, I think the meeting with uh, uh, Biden is. Okay, so let's actually process this. Yes. What happens if he says, I'm leaving and he goes independent? Is it a black eye? Is yeah, it a story? I, 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 yes, of course it's a story. Tell me why it's a black eye. Well, he's the number one senator in the news right now. I don't think that's just saying, hey, look, I don't like why what you stand for. Why is that a big deal? Is that a bad look for Biden? Yes. Why, how is it a bad look for Biden? Because it's somebody You're, leaving the Democratic Party. Okay, yes. so let's go to, what yes. is the media going to spin it? What's the media going to say? They're going to say he's over it or he's trying to, because like, he is the roadblock now that's yes. stopping all this. So that would make it more sense now well, the Democrats are unified and he's now 
the rogue Democrats. You know, you know how some of these uh, superstars, when they get a divorce with their husband, they'll have somebody on the media uh, spill a story saying the fact that the husband was cheating, right? Yeah. And all along, maybe it was the other Justifying way around. Justifying it. Okay, I mean, this happens all the time, right? Yeah. So they're going to go to their PR guy, and what is the story that they're all going to be on the same page with if Manchin leaves? He's a traitor? I don't think they're going to take that position. I think they're going to take it more as, you know, uh, uh, you know, this guy's never been a Democrat. He's never he's been uh, a closet Republican. Yeah. This has been coming for a long time and he has lost his touch with the people. You know, he they're gonna spend he's getting old, he's getting this they're gonna make something yeah. about that part from I don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal if he leaves or not, by the way. No. I think it's a little bit of a black eye. One week, two weeks, yeah. gone. And but it's think, done with I think for him though, he he wields more power within the Democratic Party. I actually yeah. agree with so you. For, so if his whole thing is save I America and I wanna you. be I, I wanna agree. I wanna be able to influence yeah. my fellow Democrats, yeah. Yeah. it's way You're stronger right. to stay no in. No question about yeah. it. As opposed to And by the way, it's like how a lot of people like every like I had the birthday party when people were over, a lot of the friends that were here from Florida. Guess what they're all saying when the conversation comes up about DeSantis and Trump? Guess what they say? I hope DeSantis doesn't run. Yeah. Nobody in Florida wants DeSantis. Not nobody. Let me restate. Most of the people who live in Florida don't want this guy to run but, because they're worried they, who's going to replace him. They want yes. him to stay governor of Florida. They want him Selfishly. to stay. Exactly. Who will yeah. replace him? That's a good point. That's right. the biggest concern. So they do not want him to run for president. By, by the way. The Democrats would be absolute fools to talk any trash about Joe Manchin. Let's say they do something to piss him off and he doesn't want to run for re-election again. You know who gets voted in right there? What's that? 100% of Republican senators. Right. They flipped the seat. Okay, no they flipped that. Like, if, if I'm Joe Biden and if I'm the DNC, I'm doing everything to make sure Joe Manchin's having a wonderful freaking day today. Yeah. By the way, and I don't even, even if he leaves the party and becomes an independent, do you know there's two sen senators that are independent that caucus with the Democrats right now? If he does in the party, who are the two senators? Freaking Bernie, independent. He's a Democrat though. And then Angus King from Maine. Mm -hmm. There's two independents already that caucus with Democrats. So I think this is just nonsense. I, I don't think Manchin's going anywhere. I think at the end of the day, they got to get a deal done. And they're going to do the uh, reconciliation package, whatever that is, where you have 50 votes and Kamala's going to. Um, bump be the, it over. Be, you know, bump it over, and they just got to work on Mansion, which they're currently working on, and then you get the, this girl Cinema. See, I, I, th I think it's a bigger deal than that. I think it's it's exactly descriptive of the infighting within the party. Are they going to go the AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Bernie route, or are they going to go the Joe Manchin moderate Kristen Cinema route? I mean, well, I think it's so. What happens if when when the Joe Mansions? are out and you've got the new blood where does the democratic party go and i think this is illustrative of that and they're fighting for the face what, of the what party what percentage of the democrats do you think are rashida talib type people aoc i don't think what it's, percentage? i don't think it's a big percentage i think it's maybe 20% but they're the loudest 15% they're the loudest correct you're right and they're going to just drag everything more that direction right exactly i mean it's, kamala harris was the farthest left senator mm -hmm. in the senate before she got elected. She was even farther left than, than Bernie Sanders was. And I think this is illustrative of the infart fi fighting within the party. Yeah. By the way, the, the people are commenting all this stuff, you know, PBD for governor, all this stuff. The one thing that I will say is, which I appreciate, but I will say the one that says Francis Suarez would replace DeSantis as a governor. He Jackpot. would be very interested yes. if he ran. By the way, yes. but... I wouldn't run for president if I'm DeSantis, if I'm not certain that Suarez is not going to run. 
If Suarez is not yes. running governor, I'm not sure if I want him running for. By the way, you I mean you've met Francis Suarez, stud. interviewed him a few times. Yeah. Stud. Absolute stud. Republican, you know he said um he gave a speech he spoke like the, the other day. Low taxes, ro- low yeah. regulation. He leave. said um he goes something to the effect of um when you're a mayor you know, you don't. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. You just want to get shit done in your community, and that's the power of being a mayor. He said, "There's, there's." It talked about just being independent, and he's killing it in Miami right now. He's making national waves. He's a young stud. He's probably in his mid forties at the oldest. He just watch out for him. He's going to be making great. Francis I, Suarez. I mean, listen. If not him, maybe Jorge Masvidal. Who knows? I mean, if they say <laughs> something to me, they'll knock their asses out. Can you imagine? What did you say? Let's get shit Bam. done. Let's get shit done. Democrat governor knocked out by Jorge Masvidal. Jorge Masvidal is asked to remove from the election. However, he is by far the most popular candidate yeah. ever to run yeah. for the state of Florida. I think uh, I Usman see. would have something to say to him about that. <laughs> I can see you reading that story, Pat. All right, let's read this story. That's right a here. satire, by the way. That's <laughs> oh my gosh okay so do we want to give some love to uh uh, fauci oh no let's go to putin let's go to putin listen i have i gotta tell you guys this story i was telling you this yesterday but i think it's important for people to know this friends and family who are russian okay Mm -hmm. who live in america okay i don't know i'm telling you this right now and i know a lot i don't know a single person will hit that i don't know a single person who's russian doesn't respect and love Putin. It's such a weird dynamic. Why do you think they love him They so love much? the way he leads. You He's did a, a man's better, man. Better Putin than Perry. Says something about you. So maybe <laughs> you're watching too many of his videos. Okay. Putin rails against cancel culture and suggests teaching gender fluidity to kids is a crime against humanity. This is an insider story. He took aim at cancel culture and supporters of transgender rights, suggesting that teaching kids, uh, teaching gender fluidity is a crime against humanity, while stating that Russia should remain its spiritual values and historical traditions. Putin said that some Westerners believe the aggressive deletion of whole pages of their own history reverse discrimination against the majority in the interest of minorities constitute movement toward public renewal. Let me read that one more time. What a technical statement. Tongue twister. Listen to this. Putin said that some Westerners believe the aggressive deletion of whole pages of their own history, reverse discrimination against the majority in the interests of minorities, constitute movement towards public renewal. Wow. The Russian leader whose opponents have often ended up dead or imprisoned, likened cancel culture to reverse racism. He said the emphasizing of the racial topic divides people. Um, I'll go to you first and, you know, what you had to say about what Putin just said right now. Oh, well, you know how Anthony Fauci was voted uh, time sexiest, sexiest man, man alive. alive. Yeah. I think Putin's won sexiest man alive in Russia for like the last 20 years in a row. Shirtless bear picture. Yeah, man. so um, as much as I have... Uh, I'm not a fan of Putin... Uh, to put it in his language, he does have a point here. So, uh, look, he's talking about ultimate machismo. Why do you think he's elected sexiest man alive in Russia? It's not because he's actually that good looking. Because he gives off that, I protect the country, I take care of you. And there's a lot of people that actually empathize with that. I assume that's why your family loves him so much. Um, but what's Putin's motivation? Like, if you, like, forget about this whole thing. Putin wants to empower Russia and sow discord in the United States or in the EU or in NATO He's not a friend to America. He's not a friend to us. So anything that comes out of his mouth, I'm thinking, what's in it for him? 
So I think he's just looking to uh, sow discord in the United States. He's not a friend to America. I think we yeah, all so know wait, that. So wait, so you're saying he's saying this while indirectly supporting cancel culture, thinking it's a good thing? It's a good thing. I, 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 anything. <laughs> look, you're talking about former KGB. Anything he does, I'm not just going to take on the surface. Like that's a good point. Thanks, Vlad. No, there's there's something else going okay, on so, there. Okay, so so please, yes. please indulge us and yes. let's unpack go to that, your that. conspiracy land. So is it conspiracy? So so that, let's let's that, play that. that. Let's play Putin that game. We got seven minutes. We got yes. seven minutes before Dream Team call. Let's talk about that. So tell us what could he be thinking to tell Americans to be very careful with this concept of destroying and deleting history that you had in the past to discriminate against minorities I, I who guess, are feeling offended today. Towards public renewal. Yeah. Look, What's his strategy? Do you think Putin wants good things or bad things to happen in America? I, I think for Putin, and I'm being uh, ser serious with you, I think for Putin, uh, he is a guy that's so confident in his abilities to lead that when he sits against anybody, he doesn't think anybody is at his level because the way their government is formatted it's set up in a way that he doesn't have competition versus mm -hmm. he looks at countries like America naive because they actually think the person you vote for president actually runs the country. He thinks this system is ludicrous. That's what I think of Putin. He controls all the levers there. That's what I'm here. trying to say. So, yeah. so yes. I don't think Putin's system wants to destroy America. I just think he looks at Americans and he thinks you guys are so naive. That's how he looks at America. Well, you, you don't, he definitely doesn't want good things to happen in America. He doesn't want America but, but to I, be emboldened. But I, but he doesn't actually, want us to all get along and I have actually, a good... But I actually think, I yeah. actually think, at the same time, I don't think all advice he gives is manipulative. I don't think all answers he gives is manipulative. I don't. Because go flip it. Flip it and say, so go to Russia. Imagine you're living in Russia. Mm -hmm. Okay? You officially became Russian overnight. Okay. 40 yeah. years you've lived in Russia. Okay? What do you think about Trump? What do you think about Biden? What do you think about America? Do you think every word that comes out of Trump's mouth is to hurt Russia? Do you think every word that comes out of Biden's mouth is to hurt Russia? Do you think every word that comes out of Obama's mouth, Bush's mouth, Reagan's mm. mouth is to hurt Russia? Do you think that's what uh, every president from America is thinking? If you're Russian? Yes. Every word, no. Okay. So okay. I don't think this is one of those situations. I think, I think he's concerned that this... They may try to like make this a normal thing in his state as well, and just like, listen, pump your brakes. We're yeah, not going to play this. You think he's like, just speaking uh, uh, on behalf of a man's man right now? Say what? He's, he's just trying to be a man's man. This is what I, I think how he's I really giving good counsel that's not going to be taken. And I think that he's mm. saying this knowing that, and that that in that way he's kind of looking down at it, saying like, oh, these guys, what are they? What are they doing? Like, look at look at them. They're they're just playing this out, and it's not going to be good. So no, I. Um, what do Norwegians think about Vladimir Putin? You're, I mean, he's Nor your neighbor. Nor Norway is the only NATO country that borders to Russia. Yes, that's why. Interestingly I asked enough, uh, no, I think there's with um, with Russia. There's now I haven't been in Norway in a while, but uh, from my understanding, it's it's a interesting relationship. It's somewhat stable. Uh, they do have they've had like some military exercises, but then they typically do that whenever NATO has military exercises as well in Norway. So it's kind of a. It's like a an on ice relationship kind of. You used a really good that. analogy one time about Putin because, look, they're the largest country on the on earth, are they not? Russia, land, 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 land. Exactly. Yes, yes. I don't think they're a top ten economy. I'm not even sure if they're a top twenty economy at this point. It seems like Putin is playing with like a pair of sixes, while you know the United States has a full house 
and he's still trying to like figure out how to win that hand of poker. And he's uh, he's trying to stack the deck any way he can. Okay. But I, but I do think one last thing here, at least uh, I do think that for him, he needs 11. a somewhat eleven, a somewhat stable 11. America. Yeah. I don't think he's trying to strengthen America, but I don't think he wants America to crumble and be the next yeah. Afghanistan. Like because you need because America to some extent brings law and order to the world for better or worse. And you think Putin wants that? I think he wants. I think he wants I think chaos. He, no, I don't think so. Because yeah, I, th- I think you, that's just, right. it's just so unstable at that point. I don't think that's what he's trying to go I for. I think he's I th- got nukes. He'll figure it out. Yeah, he's think, ready for war at any point. I think he and G are in a bit of a relationship, and G is going to say the same thing that Vladimir Putin is. And I, I would argue that all of a lot of the things that we're facing now have come from countries like Russia and China. There's videos that go back several years of ex-KGB spies come out and say, you know, the mm-hmm. greatest thing you can do uh, to America is ideological subversion. China's put almost a billion dollars into American universities. I mean, they're trying to sow discord within the United States. The, the way you win the war and never fire a shot, right? Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. I think they want chaos. And I think he's trying to stand tall, put the brakes on and say, this isn't going to happen here in Russia. I think Xi would say the same thing. And I think Yeah, that- I agree. I don't think he's going to let that happen in Russia. But I think it's something that people in America ought to pay attention to because there's a lot of credence to what he's saying. Unpack the statement. What part of his statement is not actually true? Unpack the statement what he said. To on the delete sur- on history? My, my How do you delete history? He has a good point. Yeah. On the right. surface, yes. Yeah. But on the surface, the yes. statement. I'm just yes. judging the statement. I agree. Motives, of course, is to protect yeah, I always think your country. Do, can, we, can we do Chappelle in three minutes? Sure. Okay. Bill Maher defends Dave Chappelle, Knox critics. Everyone needs to Netflix and chill the F out. Fox News mm-hmm. story. Netflix has stood behind the closer, which critics have decried as transphobic, over remarks Chappelle made supporting J.K. Rowling and the gender is based, in fact, declaring himself on Team Turf, trans exclusionary, exclusionary radical feminist. The special has caused a stir among uh, some Netflix employees who have slammed their employer for backing Chappelle. What the F was that uh, reaction? Mar said, everyone needs to Netflix and uh, ch- chill out. Really, Dave's uh, special is offensive, but not the show where the Koreans murder each other for money. Mar equipped, uh, referring to the hit Netflix series Squid Game. Mar's audience seemed uh, still seemed timid to react to his remarks on the subject. He warned them, well, get used to this because we're going to be talking about it a lot here. We can't be afraid to speak in America, he added. Freaking Bill Mar, man. Give your thoughts, pal. Freaking Bill Mar. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Good power. Love what Bill Mar is doing. Mm-hmm. More power to you, buddy. This guy's one of the scariest people in America today is Bill Mar to the left. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here's a guy that's been supportive of the left. They're sitting there saying, Bill, aren't you supposed to be on our side? He's like, no. I'm going to talk about like these things that he's talking about. He said yesterday, he said, um, he said this a couple months ago in August, I think. He said, for the longest time, I would always make fun of conservative comedy. I said, there's no place for conservative comedy. You can't do conservative comedy. He says, because the Dennis Miller, who's a great comedian, tried to do comedy making fun of Nancy Pelosi for 10 minutes. Yeah. You can't make fun of Nancy Pelosi for 10 minutes. He says, but Sarah Palin, I can't make of her because Nancy Pelosi is not dumb. Yeah. Sarah Palin is actually his words. He called her a moron, which, you know, agree or disagree, that's his words. But he said, today, liberals have gone so far to one side that if there's ever been a time to have comic Yep. And comedy making fun of the left today's the season because you're doing it to yourself. This is one of them. Yeah. Your thoughts on this since you're in that Look, world? Look, uh, you know, as a former comedian, I've hung out with Joe Rogan before. I've hung out with Dave Chappelle multiple times. I've never hung out with Bill Maher, but he is definitely on my like top five people that I would love to hang with and learn from. These are the these are the people that I look at as someone who has identifies as a Democrat or whatever you want to call me. 
I love Bill Maher. I love Dave Chappelle. I love even a Rogan who's a liberal slash conservative, whatever he is. Dave Chappelle cannot be canceled. It's not going to happen. Uh, I did a poll on my Instagram story, and I said, can Dave Chappelle be canceled? 99% said no. I mean... I'm going to put that on Twitter. Okay. See what people it's say. not going to happen. I mean, what and, and I think he's getting a lot, like the word transphobic, like the, the phobia, phobic. It's a fear of something. It's like a hate mongering theme. That's not what he's doing. What I, even when I used to do stand up and what I love about Dave Chappelle, it's not racist if you make fun of everybody. Everyone. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Anybody can get it. White people, black people, Latino people, trans people, gay people, Jewish people, Catholic people, Christian people. Anyone can get it. And that's the point that I think we're missing. Nothing Just because he's talk- off limits. Nothing's off limits. Just because he's talking about your people doesn't mean he hates you. No. Okay? If you've ever seen Chappelle's show and when he does the player haters ball, he's done entire skits about just hating on people it's fucking funny it's humor you're not going to cancel dave Chappelle, and 99.9 percent of people agree with me nothing in comedy is off limits and if you're a good comedian you're a chronic button pusher I agree. Always and he's one someone. of them you have yeah, any thoughts on this that's just the biggest thing that stood out to me was the last point maz maher's uh, uh um he's been in bill maher. yeah bill maher sorry yeah. i do brain fart has been in the news every week for the past couple weeks yeah. on the statements he's made right and every time you go watch his audience they have no idea what to think he's they on fire right now. but they and they don't know what yes. to do they don't know whether to support him to go to against react, him to, to clap laugh, right to... They're, they're completely lost this goes back to the joe manchin thing the democratic party has no idea what they're doing right now or, or where to go what well, direction I to think go when you have vocal people like this saying listen the, the, the these people on the left are getting a little too crazy yeah. and i'm a democrat I've said it before. you got to call out your own side. Right. Vamanos. Let's okay. go. Great. Gang, we had a great time. Uh, congrats to the rookies who got on. Third time. You're not a rookie. This is a third, third. Fourth. fourth this fourth. is your third or fourth? Fourth. Or fourth Tyler. time. Okay. Good stuff, man. I'm glad we did this. And David, you crushed it, man. Your searching abilities is on a whole different level back Less there. Less misspellings. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic Any announcements job. you want to make Thursday, leading up to the 100th Thursday, episode? Danielle DeMartino will be on the podcast. Nice. The great Danielle DeMartino. Put in your calendar. She'll be on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be uh, fire, and I think Zenner may be on as well this That's Thursday. That's episode yep. 99. 99. Next week, we're going to have the special 100. We may do it on Tuesday. We may do it on Thursday. We have some friends coming in. It's going to be fun. Oh. There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be. So put it in your calendar next week. We're so going to do next week, but we don't have one a date of the yet. two days. I'm going to okay. announce it on Thursday, whether it'll be Tuesday okay. or Thursday okay. for next week. We'll be at 100 episode. Take care, everybody. Have a great, uh, have a great week. We'll see you in two days. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.